0: You know what it is. Be shy. ROC, we running this rap shit.
1: Memphis Bleak, we running this rap shit. B Mac, we running this rap shit. Sydney. We run in this rap shit. Take over. The break's yeah. over, nigga. Guard MC. Me, Jehovah. Hey, oh, little soldier, you ain't ready yeah. for war. We ROC, too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife oh, to a gunfight. Pin yeah. to a test. Chest in a line of fire with your thin ass vest. You're bringing them boys oh, to men, Them boys pull yeah. win. This is Grown Man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. B.I. Oh, your chain long yeah. enough, Dunny. We're your peeps ain't strong enough. Fuck up. Rock up fella is the oh, no, army, better yet the yeah, Navy. Niggas will kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to oh, no, fist we're fight, we're kill yeah, your drama. Uh, we kill you motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't oh, let me no, do it to your gunny, yeah, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. R-O-C, we run in this rap shit. M Easy, we run in this rap shit. The Broad Street Bully, we run in this rap shit. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens. that it. Freak Wave, we run in this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we run in this rap shit. Chris and Neat, we run in this rap shit. What the- We run this rap shit. I don't care if you more people I hold triggers to cruise You little fuck I got money stacks Bigger than you When I was pushing weight Back in 88 You was the ballerina I got the pictures I seen you Then you dropped Shook one Switched your demeanor Well, we don't believe you You need more people Rockefeller Students of the game We passed the classes Nobody can read you Dudes like we do Don't let them gas you Like Jigger his ass And won't clap you Trust me on this one I'll detach you Mine from spirit body from soul, they have the whole a mask, put your body in a hole no, you're not on my level get your brakes tweaked, I sold what your whole album sold in my first week oh, you guys don't want, yeah. X, nah. yeah. you don't want it with hope. X9, still don't want it with hoe, no, R-O-C we running this rap shit B-Single, we running this rap shit, M-E-Z we running this rap shit, it's zipped up in plastic, when it happens, that's it, oh, it's fox we running this rap shit, Free we run in this rap shit. Chris Denise, we run in this rap shit. I know the you, the Nanda. What a long a celebrity comes bout 70 shots to your frame, nigga. You are <laughs> Use the fag model for car, can Esco ass went from nasty nose to Esco's trash. Had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage. Bid, you fell from top 10 to not mention at all to your bodyguard's cookie Wally's verse better than yours. Matter of fact, you had the worst flow on the whole yeah, fucking song, yeah, but I know out. the sun don't shine and sun don't shine. That's why your oh. careers yeah, come to an end. It's only so long, fake thugs. 10. Nigga, you ain't living it. You witnessed it from your folks' yeah. pen. You scribbled in your notepad and created your life. I showed you your Go first tech really? on tour and Large yes. Professor. Well. Then I heard your album about your tech on the dresser. So yeah, I sampled your voice. You was using it wrong. You made it a hot line, and I made it a hot song. And you ain't get a coin, nigga. You was getting fucked in. I know who I paid off. Church like publishing. Use your. You have been in this ten, I've been in it five. Smart enough, nah. Four albums in ten years, nigga. I could divide. That's one of me. Let's say two. Two of them shits we do. One was mad oh, nah. the we other was two. illmatic. We're that's a one hot album. Every ten year average and that's so. Nigga, switch up your up. flow. Your shit is garbage. You tryin' to acknowledge? Your niggas gon' learn to respect the king. Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen because you know who. Yeah, you know what? know who. Yeah. just keep that between
2: me and you, yeah. we this, shit. We this shit. Broad oh, check, 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 mm-hmm. check one, check two, check, check, you y'all hear me? Yeah. Cool, and we're live, uh, welcome to Beach Out Radio, Beach Eye Familia. Be Out Familia, Beach Out Radio on Twitter, my name is Masai, lo follow up on the house, what up? Go, go. We got Adi Gato here, I DJ I hear, True Master, hey. I hear Gato's mic, I didn't didn't hear Jody, you didn't line. hear me. In here, you hear me now. I hear you. Oh, I hear I hear J- Jody. You got me. I hear you. All right, we did it. Yeah, we are. This is amazing, this, right? This, this is, is, is a milestone for. Us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow. We got to uh, switch up to the other set to the other setup. Yeah, we got another one. Over I feel there. good about this one.
2: I can oh, hear you. Feel okay, good. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, this is y- y'all don't know behind the scenes. This was uh, pretty chaotic here for a moment. This was uh, one of our first times setting up. Maybe our second time setting up without Nate. Nate's on the road. He usually plugs all the stuff in and presses the button. You know, <laughs> it's really complex. But uh, we made down to the wire. Only well, five WD I'd, advocate I'd, I'd shout like to out.
4: add that yeah. um no one none of us were able to get here at eight o'clock yeah. to to even start setting up so that we could kind of be on time. Yeah. So we were like So we started we were all like the flash. Yeah like every like, one I feel of us. like I was early
5: for
2: me. <laughs> yeah you were early I feel like I was early for me. I didn't think it was gonna happen. I came in, true was like hey we're just not gonna start on time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight forty-five. I'm like, wow, this never happened. Okay, but we made it. Yeah, I can't believe we made it. Uh, yeah, uh, shout all out right. to Nate. He was doing a little tech support via uh, Facebook chat. Getting it, get it already. We got all the things plugged in, so uh, hopefully you can hear us. If you're having any technical difficulties, let us know. We'll try to. Yeah, some please let direction. us
4: know because we don't know anything. Yep. Uh,
2: so yeah, there's we got four four people tonight. Uh, Jody, True, got on myself. Uh, we may be joined by some special guests uh, later on. But we took a bye week last week. We weren't we weren't here, and I. Think I think a big part of that was because we were still sleeping, like, exhausted from the Beach House Music Festival. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Which was the week before, so, uh... A lot of fun.
4: Wasn't yeah, there something fun. else? Why didn't we have a show? Well,
2: yeah, it, <laughs> a lot well of, it was that, and yeah. then also, uh, we had the, the party afterwards, so we were just planning a lot. Oh,
4: right, right, right. Yeah, it was, um, it was Abby Lubden's oh, Going yeah. Away Party, the, st- the parlor storytelling in Troy, and I DJ'd that, so we were down, me, and, uh... Yeah, we, so we all just kind of like yeah. decided to take a breather yep. and uh, take a week off. So. It was
2: worth it. I'm glad because, I mean, that the festival is exhausting. Like, the amount of time and energy that goes into it. And then even after it's done, you're just like, oh, wow, I need to, you know, I just need to take a step back. I need yeah. a moment. So let's process. Um, but we did put something out Tuesday uh, instead of the podcast. For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, we put out a music video yep. uh, that was a uh, track produced by Mike Arson and uh, the Beach Eye people put out. And it's basically the video is a. a encapsulation of what happened at the festival. We took little snippets of footage, made a, made a little montage there. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, it's called, what's it called? Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I, I'm you? the worst. This song I made is called I'm, I'm Not worse. Sure. I'm the worst at that. It's, uh, okay. yeah, it's called Here We Are. And um, it's uh, you can see it on YouTube. It's on uh, the Beach Out Radio Facebook page. And if you, if you didn't make it to the festival, it gives you a taste of what you missed. If you did make it, I think it kind of does a good job of just like reminding you or, you know, capturing how it felt. Because when I watched it, even after it was all done I I watched it and I was like, wow, it's like I was there, I just So, so clearly you were behind the editing, right? Well, yeah, but the the funny thing is When I took most of that footage It was just I was drunk usually But also I would just be like I hear people clapping Let me turn my camera on And capture the moment right. And then right. put my camera back
4: My question is yeah. Did you have the lyrics written During the festival?
2: For uh, Here we are Yeah uh, we were, JB and I wrote that song About six or seven days Before the festival, right? Cool yeah. So
4: you were able to At least kind of grab Some things that were m- Maybe in your head Oh, yeah, Lyrically yeah. Absolutely, some things that were Very specific And I was like Super
2: Damn intentional And nobody really Daniel. knew like, like I knew I like I knew the reference To like the, okay. the light bulb Going on So I, I found An unsuspecting person And that ended up Being Debra's son And I threw the LED In their face Just to get their reaction And like the reference To dashikis And I knew right. Some folks would be There rocking dashikis right. and, and, um, and same thing with JB He had a lot of Black Power references So I made sure I got the Black Panther Logo in there And just things That were happening Because we wrote the song Kind of thinking About the festival And what we thought The spirit and vibe Was going to be yeah. And uh, it ended up Really being close to that and we ended the night with that song the, the last day of the festival with that right. song and uh, yeah it was fun Just it was one of the more fun videos that we put together because all the clips were just the fun moments of the festival threw them in there and uh, I don't know it felt good it felt good to, to make and to watch and, and shout out on the turnaround good job oh, that it,
4: was super quick it
2: was, it was fast fun. it was really fast I, yeah. I stayed like, up this year This is it was check. this year yeah. alright cool Yo, I definitely <laughs> stayed that was not like last year's <laughs> festival <laughs> 3 in the morning and uh, I woke up the next day so I stayed up to like 3 editing uh, and I wanted to upload so I woke up the next day at like 9.30 now I have work at 9 so it's like when you call in late for work but it's before 9 the lies are different than if it's after 9. right right because if it's after 9 you have to have this extra level you have of urgency the world of opportunity right <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh so and I'm already asleep and I'm not like thinking well so I'm just like adding lie onto lie that I don't even need to do like my job doesn't even care but I call and I'm just like yeah you know I was uh I was coming from Schenectady and there was like a, a truck on the road and uh-huh. the tires and the and, UFO yeah, right? <laughs> So I'll be there. I'll be there in like 15 minutes. But I, but uh, it was worth it. I would do it again.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: But if if I had woken up at like 8:45, it would have been cool. You know, I could have played it off. Played it off fine. Oh, it's a park, couldn't find a parking space. You know, like whatever. Yo yo. Uh, so our listeners,
4: um, let's just just let us know um, that we did this okay. If you if you get a second, uh, yeah. <laughs> like you can hear us yeah, and, I'll, I'll and, and hear whatnot. Because this really is like a message in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. It just went really quick, and we, we almost think. We got it right so. SOS We're sending out an SOS Yeah
2: I think yeah, I think people can hear us I hear uh, I got on Twitter uh, Amanda oh, Melissa okay. Fleck Matt By the way they, I think they all wish you A happy belated birthday Hey Oh, oh so. yeah I see it I'm retweeting Thanks yeah, yeah. y'all <laughs> Usually where's JB We need JB Because he usually Maintains the Twitter While we're doing this so Right <laughs> We're, we're going to try And wing it tonight um,
4: Yo we are down JB Steve Struis And Nathan, Nathan Gray yeah. This is the skeleton beach Shot Radio crew yo, Come yo, on now, That's, that's
6: a Come on That's
3: a bit uh, exaggeration. More elbow room. I got my feet up. It's, yeah. I think it's good.
4: It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yo, hold on, hold on. Shout right, out right to right Jason now. Dewitt. Jason Dewitt was out was huge technical support. He yeah. came over here because he just wanted to sit in on, a, on the show, and sure. it just so happens that he knows how to do a lot of this. So he he's was doing grill support. Yep. Now. And now he's out there grilling leftover food from the birthday party.
2: All right. <laughs> we need. Yeah, we needed yeah. someone catering all the Beach Yeah. Radio. In- yeah. 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 Tell Deborah
6: son Anybody who likes to. Come Come on by. Come on down.
2: Uh, one last quick thing about the music video for uh, "Here We Are." It was dedicated to the U Albany women. Uh, the 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 hashtag for, th- for what was happening there is "Defend Black Girls U Albany." For, for those from the area who've been following the case, it's just a, a case that we wanted to highlight again, and we're going to continue to highlight and talk about it as it gets closer to the court court date. Um, but there are just you know three black U Albany women who we feel are getting uh, shafted by the local criminal justice system for misdemeanors, and they're kind of having the book thrown at them, and they're facing jail time and stuff. And we wanted to put something out there that was, you know, fun and positive, and not always, you know, depressing. But still, to kind of keep them on right. our minds because we think about them a lot. We thought about them a lot at the festival and shouted them out, and they're important to us. And we just want to keep, you know, keep them in our thoughts and uh, and continue to support them as, as they go through the ordeal. And the president just took another yeah, the, position. I saw that the president of oh, U- Albany so. stepped down, or he, he took a oh. position elsewhere. And he's, he's the second or third uh, president in recent, really recent history to, to step down. The the one before him was. Uh, an interim And then he's ended up uh, Staying longer Right And um, yeah So they, they run through President's lot there I, I can imagine that's Probably not a fun job To have Right um, But I can't even think Of anyone in super recent history who's, Who I think has done A great job at it But I, right. I, I don't know <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he, he stepped down, and uh, I, I don't know—you know—we I don't know yet if it, if it's in any way related to any of this uh, attention that from that case. But right. um, reading but, the statement that he put
3: out, it didn't mention it didn't whatsoever. Seem, yeah, it seemed yeah, like, like he was unrelated. trying to do like a, a what he said better himself and do another opportunity for him. But uh, I can imagine he would probably want to distance himself uh, from the whole situation. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you know with his his family, his background. I feel I was wondering if he was going to be somebody we were going to harass mildly on Twitter tonight, just to mm-hmm. maybe a fond farewell. Well, you know, as, uh, <laughs> as he's leaving the capital Possibly. district here, we'll I, to
2: I set some love out. I, I kind of have it Tough out for the, the chancellor and some of the other people there too. But we'll uh, we'll definitely get our get our uh, shots in before um, before that case uh, un- unfolds in the courtroom. But um, but yeah, he's gone, so we'll see who else comes in. Hopefully, they can do you know a better job of right. of uh, having the conversations they need to have at SUNY about race because they're not doing a great job now. I've sat in on a few of them and, and saw some of our uh, our previous guests, and and nobody's really been impressed with how they have discussions about uh, race. And, and privilege and, and uh, assault And violence on campus Or how they handle uh, sexual assault cases on campus So they have a lot of work to do SUNY's an enormous campus I, w- I, was, you know, I graduated from there And um, uh, the, the experience wasn't overly positive So they definitely have stuff they can work on um, but anyway, we have a lot of stuff we want to talk about tonight. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to recap the the festival in a little a little more length. Um, but uh, I figured before we get into that, there are uh, some some other more pressing things we should talk about, namely Pokemon Go. This so <laughs> is anyone? I wish <laughs> I wish JV was here. I don't know who else is. It, I know Nate's playing too. I'm on it. Oh, you're playing too. I'm okay. on perfect, it. Perfect, perfect. All right, you, I know The family.
3: Were. I got the whole family into it. Yes. Okay. The whole, the, everybody's everybody's hooked.
6: Scott are you playing Pokemon Go? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't. I'm not playing. But I watched people let their dog run off as they were playing. As they were looking for Pokemon, doggy dog (laughs) ran off through the park. I see this. And I was like, yo, your dog's getting away. Actual so pets. people aren't paying attention. Yeah, I think neglected.
2: people are not paying attention. They're paying attention just to Pokemon Go. Uh, true. Safe to say you're not playing Pokemon. No, no. You're no not thanks. playing Pokemon. Okay. Uh, is the plural, Jody, is the plural of Pokemon Pokemon?
3: I think it's I think it's both singular and it's plural. Both. I think it's both. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, like it's like one Pokemon moves. or seven Pokemon. Oh, okay. Yes, you, but they're all, you got to catch them all. Are you new? <laughs> Either way.
2: Are you, are you new to Pokemon? Because this is the thing about the game. It's already surpassed Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Candy Crush, and the, it's the most popular game on Facebook, and it's introduced a whole new group of people who haven't really been on, in on Pokemon before. Were you into it before?
3: I was into it. I got into it around uh, the Game Boy Color Pikachu okay. Yellow Edition was kind of my introduction to it. There was the red, there was the blue, and then the yellow edition. I had uh, uh, I had that. I had the you know the Game Boy was yellow, had Pikachu on it. Came with the version of the game, and uh, and it was kind of from there, uh, you know, and then from the other consoles they had it. For me, it was mostly the Video games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember the TV show coming out. The TV show was kind of cool, but for me, it was the cards. mostly the, I didn't get into the cards really so much, or, or really any card-like game, but uh, but I liked I liked the video game, the Nintendo video games. Yeah. yeah. Cool.
2: I, I sure. that's all. That was my only experience too. I've I've, I've watched maybe three episodes before, but I, I used to play the Game Boy game, but nothing extensive. Super. Not. I'm just not into Pokemon. Um, but this game is just really interesting, and even just as a, um, if it weren't Pokemon, if it was called Catch Capture the Flag or some other shit, I, it's still an interesting app. Right. And as far as the interface goes, I haven't really played or use the phone app that's kind of this robust and like has this much uh, this level of interaction and depth to it. So from a technical standpoint, I'm impressed by the app just the way it's put together.
3: It's fun, it's fun to ha- it's uh, it's hard to hate on in in a sense where it's like even when it's like nine times out of ten when you go to play, it, it really doesn't even work. Like if you can if you're into it and you notice like the you know it servers won't load, the servers crash on you, it's hard to you know to really do a lot. I live in the suburbs and uh, you know, I'm surrounded by mostly nothing, you know, oh, so I'm okay. catching like the same two Pokemon a thousand times over and over again uh, so but I find when I you know when I come into the city or I come into you know into Albany here or come into wherever the next spot is uh, and I'm finding different ones it's cool man I'm like I'm, yeah. I'm into it it's cool and I'm like you know obviously I'm probably doing some you know it's fun to have like right well, now my wife's into it so she's in the passenger seat you know with my phone playing and catching all the pokey stops as I'm going down and it's fun you know the kids are into it I can bring Felix outside and you know have the phone out and, and we're kind of like the the connection again to having phone, and I'm using the phone to take a picture of what's real, but now this little cartoon character is running around. Oh, been been, it. been, yeah. It's cool, I, and, and, and we have fun with it, and it's fun seeing all the people out there. Within the first week, maybe two days after it came out, uh, I had this woman in my backyard, running around in my backyard, you know, on her hands and knees, and I'm like, what is she doing? Actually, Wait, I know Are you sure, she's sure she was doing. playing Pokemon on her hands I had and knees? A double, and she was literally, <laughs> like, running around. She was like, yeah, I'm, doing it I'm wrong. like, what is she doing? And uh, my son saw it. My son's like, like yeah, yeah, she's on the patio. I'm like, yo, what's, what is she doing? And she's got her phone out, and now I'm like, okay, I know what she's doing <laughs> and uh, come to find out you know, she's a neighbor but this is like I'm, I'm meeting my neighbor now as she's running around the backyard while I'm out playing Pokemon and uh, and I feel like a lot of people are having similar connections uh-huh. with random strangers
2: on the street uh, and I think that's a beautiful thing yeah. I think there's um, uh, real, uh, not to cut you off true yeah. can, you, can you turn off turn up Jody's mic and my mic according to Twitter our mics are low um, thank you new computer uh, hey. yeah no I've seen that though I've seen a lot of people interacting who uh, you can just tell they normally probably don't kick it and, and I'll drive by like a, um, a stop like Andy's Deli Shout out to Andy's Deli On right. Delaware Ave Right They are a pokey gym They are a pokey gym And I went there the other day To get a sandwich And I, and I had that, the game open And I saw it was a pokey gym And there's mad kids outside So I go inside I order, uh, I order a sandwich uh, Italian mix up by the way With uh, banana peppers is delicious And I tell the guy I'm like Do you know You know why all these kids Are outside And he's like No nah, the bus or something I'm like You're a pokey gym A Pokemon gym Right And he has no idea Because he's an older dude But the uh, the guy cutting the meat His, his son People is like for He's him. like Oh that's what's They're happening yeah, and then, yeah. so, I, so we talked briefly And the guy goes I don't care As long as they come in And buy a sandwich like, They can hang out You know so uh, But it was definitely A really diverse group of people There's like You got adults You have you have children People of all races playing And you can kind of tell Like you said You can kind of tell When they're playing Right And if their heads Are all down It's a weird thing too Because
3: it's like It's Before It's only been out Two weeks now yep. Two or three weeks now And The the mannerisms Are the same Like people have been Walking around With their cell phones out Right mm-hmm. But you can I just assume now Everybody's Now everyone's playing. doing it I it's like if you got your phone out, you're playing the game. Okay. What about
2: what you're doing? Okay, I feel so guilty when I'm doing it. I'm like, they know. I'll be hiding.
3: It. <laughs> they know it was, what I'm doing? It was, it was really the first day when I had it, and I wasn't with my son. And I'm like in the parking lot, just like walking from my car to the store. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see if I can catch it in, in the parking lot. And I'm no, I'm walking around, I'm looking around me, and I'm like self conscious about it. But then I notice everybody that I'm looking at is also playing. There's an old guy in his <laughs> 60s that's walking. He's playing on it over here. There's a woman over here with her daughter, and she's playing. They're playing over here, and I'm like, wow, this is really. And this is like the third day in. I'm like, wow, all right, this is. Now I realize I got to step my game Everyone up because now good. they're not only playing it, but they're going to be better than me, and I can't. You know, it doesn't sit right with me. So that, I gotta that reminds nice.
2: me of when uh, McDonald's started taking credit cards, and people were embarrassed to use them there. I don't know if you remember this, like because it was like, oh, we take. It. Like, they had these signs up. We take them now too. Right, right. When you go in there for the dollar menu, and you're like, will you take my credit card? I remember being like embarrassed about that at the time. Right, right. Now I can't even think of the last time well, I used credit you at you don't a fast do- Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: That's a, it's the stigma of that. But it's but, it's so funny to see that, and to and to see the people that are, like you said, the businesses that are. Already taking advantage of it. People that are really oblivious to it, but are and it is because it is kind of creepy. And I've noticed so. Uh, and again, where I'm at in my apartment building, I don't really, uh, I don't really have a great, you know, no stops. I, I got to, I literally have to go outside and, and do work if I want to like play this game, yeah. kind of. And uh, so to me, the nearest stop is in Del Mar at the Four Corners. Now, if I go over there. Uh, I guess the thing to do that you're supposed to you park your car you get out and you know you run around now me I'm still even though there's a bunch of like other relatively nerdy type dudes or you know simple, whatever everybody's playing it I'm still antisocial enough where like I'm, I just want to play on my phone alone yeah kind of over here by so what I tend to do is I'll, I'll go in a park or I'll just find a place to sit if I can And but then I realize how sketchy I look <laughs> sitting in my car <laughs> parked you know outside of somebody's spot or outside yeah. of this, and it just kind of sitting there and as the kid's going and I think if I didn't have the kids, what I would be like, yo? Who are these people? Yeah, yeah. You know, who's you in could this be car? in danger. You know and I mean? we're actually like, we're
2: going to talk about that in a second, the, like the potential danger aspect. But one thing I want to touch on first, we'll touch on two things. One is like uh, using uh, using it for if in black neighborhoods and, and the potential for danger. But but first, can we talk about it as a distraction? Because I know notice two of us are kind of talking about it enthusiastically, and the other yeah. two are just like, what you know, what the fuck are you doing? So
6: well, they found a, they found a Pokemon on JB's chest the other day, <laughs> what? and I want to just shout shout out to JB because he. He is, I think, a living,
2: oh. a living, breathing Pokemon. Pokemon. That, maybe
6: that's why he's not here tonight. Pikachu. <laughs> But,
2: but, but he said, "Call on his
6: chest." He was up on a roof. Mm-hmm. He was up on a. Oh, during the party. okay This is weird. He was up on a roof, and he someone a stranger came through the apartment, mm-hmm. went up to the roof, and said, "I got you." And he said, "What?" I didn't do it. And they said, "You're you're a pokey man." Right there,
3: right and on his weird. chest. So, and it's, I think it is it's, it's a it's, true story. It's it's, it's part and partial to uh, the same thing. Uh, so it was a sign of the times, I guess, as far as the the surveillance thing and the the cell phone thing. And I remember peeing up, you know, we were on the same roof for Fourth of July and, and, and I see the connection as far as the technology takeover where it's, half of us are looking one way watching the fireworks, the other half are noticing the two drones flying <laughs> above the you know, the city that are kind of just hovering there and it's like this awareness of um, or lack of awareness you know, now that, you know, the technology's there and the people are there and now, you know, I'm sure after, you know, seeing people murdered on TV non-stop for two weeks that a lot of people are really happy to just get into their phone and Chase guard Now that's the
2: thing though Is yeah. that a good or a bad thing? True I want to hear from you About this too Because a lot I've seen a lot Of sentiment like You know This is a huge distraction And it is So is Facebook And a lot of the uh, Netflix A lot of things That we kind of d- Delve into Yeah um, But is it intentional? Is it is it always bad? If it's distracting us From these real world issues That are going on Like what what are some Thoughts on that?
4: I just felt like The timing was really Really
2: impeccable But there's like, always Something horrible happening That's true It's always We live yeah. in a I was with Jackie Williams before the show shout out to Jackie Williams and she said uh, she mentioned uh, that she was she had a doctor appointment or something Mm -hmm. uh, around the time of the shooting and I was like "What shooting there were like five shootings last week you know and it's just like I'm thinking there's always something horrible happening would there would there be an opportune time for Pokemon Go to come out this year like what we have the the nice bombing or nice bombing the uh, the other bombing in France and then Orlando shooting like I can't even think of a time where there's a two week span where Pokemon Go could drop and it wouldn't be a distraction from something horrible No you're right, right. And uh, I, don't, I don't know If true you had Something else To
3: finish on No that, no on that no there. It,
4: it, it just seemed Like extremely convenient Like uh-huh. everyone Disappeared from the awfulness that was happening in our world mm-hmm. like instantly Yeah. that's I was really no, I and,
3: and on that note really easy to turn to on that mm-hmm. note and especially when we're new like uh, you know I'm not really watching the news on TV mm-hmm. I'm not really reading the newspaper like that my source of of the news and what's kind of going on in the world is really through my phone nine times out of ten or at least through the internet uh, so if my chief source of getting that information for better or worse is through my phone but now I got this app running that's that's taking up every you know Know, not only when I'm using it it's taking up all my batteries so I can't even really get to anything else on there but it's like to me it's kind of like a welcome distraction I'm sure to a lot of people it's a welcome distraction right. yeah. um, you know using the same tool so and if people are are saying that um, if, if it was premeditated on a part of Nintendo to be like hey you know what now's the time everybody's got their phone they're all looking at it they're all watching the scene they're all let's trying to film it. the police yeah let's, let's drop it let's right stop now that. while they you know exactly that and this is another thing that I think is interesting uh, is the police that are Playing the game you know, And this is something That I've noticed At least in the suburbs I don't know if anybody else Has have seen this But oh, no. I feel like the, the advantage If anybody that has played it You see the advantage If you play in your car There's another yep. advantage I would imagine If you're a police officer In your car Playing the game Because I, I notice a lot At least in, uh, in Del Mar That there'll be You know One with the heightened it, Almost at where The Poke stops are People <laughs> are People are driving crazy Because you yeah, notice you can see, I have seen You that. can tell people That are in the car Driving Because yes. they start to slow down And everybody's slowing yep. down In the same spot Some people <laughs> oh. are just Pulling over just for a second And then dip out real quick And wow. I think already
2: Police officers are noticing The traffic it's different Issues it's there It's changing shit Yo can I tell you I was driving poke home The other day affecting traffic Oh yeah It's definitely changed Like driving is 10% more dangerous Than it was two weeks ago Because yeah, I was bro. driving uh, home And I noticed that the basketball uh, The uh, baseball field by my house Is a, is a pokey gym Right And I was literally thinking Because I have it like My phone mounted to my dashboard I'm like oh maybe I should pull over And the freaking lady in front of me Like pulls over and stops And I'm like I can't be this lady And she, sure enough I drive by and she's playing pokey. Right. I'm like this is this is crazy right so I have to like now I just have to make a conscious effort I'm I, I told myself I'm never gonna be that guy to stop it's and this, and this is play.
3: where the, where the it's a fun thing that I've learned about this game where my mentality has switched is like because of this kind of thing I find myself doing shit where like I would never I tend to avoid if I'm in Albany I'm gonna avoid Lark Street because I don't want to get stuck behind a bus okay. now I'm like oh you know what if I get stuck behind a bus <laughs> I, I might can, be able to hear oh, Pokemon. I stops, love red no lights. you know what I mean yeah it's like and this is like the mentality now and I feel like it's not true
2: is really it's disappointed in us <laughs>
6: Yo, it's yeah, everybody. like this is crazy.
2: This is, this is how people are thinking. True, the red light on Morton Ave. If you stop right there on Delaware and uh, what is that, Delaware and uh, Holland, right there, uh-huh. there's two Pokestops right in that corner. I love catching that red light it's now because I get all the Pokeballs. It's right there. Cool. <laughs>
6: and what where, if there are people having car accidents? Because there being are a virtual oh, game. I mean, people have died already. That's it. Pokemon what? must P- be stopped. People have died. What if we got um, serious things
2: going on,
4: what if there's a group of? I think Godo brought this up, but what if there is a group of um, f- firemen? right back. That need to put out a fire, but they're stuck out a s- uh, gym, pokey
2: gym.
3: <laughs> Yo, almost I mean, every fire station is a gym. Yeah, and it's just like locked in. I have noticed that the fire stations—they thought gyms. of everything. Uh, it's and like veterans. This is a funny thing to me. It's like seeing all the veterans memorials, good? you know, and then now have like people at them. You know what I mean? And people are checking it out. And maybe they're checking it out. Maybe they're just on their phones. But it's like okay. the public places that you want. They're to trying to attract. In the yeah, city they're trying
6: to attract people to places. So look cool. at the significance of that. Here, they're in the putting. Ca- it, they're, they're putting- they're sending people to places to say look at this place Right. Yeah. that's what they're doing and
3: Albany's cool for it too because a lot of the stops or a lot of the, the event places here in, within the game are based on little like this building is you know was built in you know the 1800s or yeah, yeah. this site was right. so it's little historical things and I think that the and I'm not as familiar with it but what I understand the original game that a lot of this stuff was mined from this game Ingress or yeah. Ingress was, was similar to that where it used uh, the you know the plots that people kind of plugged into that game which is kind of like a uh, a city-spanning capture-the-flag kind of team game similar to what's happening in Pokemon Go but without the animals and more of just like you know, you, you go out, you got your group and you're just trying to like, you know, find
2: these little spots I guess. And Correct. And that. Th- and that app is still out there and you can actually refer to it to find out where these um, where these landmarks and things are where right. there's going to be pokey stuff. Now this ties in perfectly to the, to the next part of this uh, segment before we wrap this up. So I stumbled across an article today uh, and I've heard several people say this but the is called why do Pokemon avoid black neighborhoods and this is speaking to you had mentioned earlier there's not that many Pokemon in your area right but you live where there's not that many people really either right but right. in uh, but in uh, black neighborhoods where there's a high population of people and they're playing the game there's, there's still- also not a lot of shit right, right. and this is because that original um, app uh, app uh, ingress or whatever um, was mainly field tested by affluent people so it's like white nerds basically right, right, we're right. testing it out and they set up all the locations and they did all the Canvassing And then when they Eventually turned it Into the Pokemon game They also tested the game As, as beta testers And it worked fine for them Because they were using it In the areas where they Lived and resided Right Now unfortunately There haven't been A lot of um, There's not a lot of uh, Pokey act- activity In uh, a lot of urban or, or black neighborhoods Essentially In poor uh, Low income neag- neighborhoods up. It is That's messed up, up But I stumbled across An article today It was called Why do Pokemon Avoid black neighborhoods And one sentence I thought was amazing I just want to read it here And just break it down For a minute So the sentence is In addition to the problem of making black players do more work to score as many points as their white counterparts. This also exacerbates that Pokemon uh, the Pokemon while black problem. In an American policing race landscape where merely moving through a white neighborhood with black skin can be le- a lethal experience, black people literally have to risk their lives to play on the same field as white players, period. Wow. So they're saying, one, uh, it's not fair because in order to get, uh, you know, you said you're maybe playing in places where there's not a lot of Pokemon. Right. And if you're in the hood, you're the same thing's happening. So you got to work harder right. to get more um, points and to excel in the game. And the other thing is if you want to get more points, you have to usually go to richer neighborhoods, white neighborhoods, to get more stuff. And Now you're walking around A white neighborhood With a black object in your hand Look You know You don't Look like you don't belong there What
6: color did you used to say The phone should be To keep people safe I don't even
2: know What could they do Orange Orange Yeah Orange and green (laughs) Yep um, so it speaks to two things and uh, the, So the, the, the one that I think Is interesting is that the, the people who set out To make this game Didn't intend to make it Discriminatory against black people And this is why I always say Intent doesn't matter Because we live in a system Where just doing regular shit Hey let's make a game It'll be fun yep. Can't be racist Because if you don't think about uh, You know people of color And people who are marginalized You're going to exclude them Even without thinking about it And this happens with Transportation all the time When they do bus lines and stuff Like the, you know uh, the, the people uh, in school It happens in uh, education The people People who have the most say in these things are usually white or or affluent people. Right. So it, it, it disproportionately will impact um, people of color and low income people, work at, you know working class people. Even though the intent was always good, you know, but because you just they're left out of the equation. They, they didn't beta test this with with uh, you know people who are poor. they weren't included in the conversation. Yeah, so they day. didn't say oh like you know the, this corner store, this barbershop should be a poke stop. Instead, right. it was always like you know where, wherever people buy racquetballs or whatever the fuck white people do. So it was like that's why all these <laughs> places are Pokestops.
3: Right. And I'm hoping that with this one specifically that they have time. They've put out two, maybe three updates since it's come out mm-hmm. and I'm hoping with, they've only put out, suppose people that are kind of up on a Pokemon thing, there's there's up maybe a thousand now at this point of uh, those that have actually come out and different characters have created. Okay. There's only 150 in the game now. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that they have time still to introduce more more, more animals and maybe do it in a way that's like, hey, these places, um, we've integrated, you know, we've, we've used the, uh, uh, you know, the information that we've mined thus far, and now we've heard what people are saying, and now here we yeah, well, more. <laughs> and more, more importantly, here's some specific to the hood, or here's specific to this area. So now, if I'm this affluent dude from over here, I have to go over here to find these. Specific, like, I feel like that makes it more interesting. Uh-huh. You know, if you have, you, you have know, or if I'm, I live in a real area, I have to go, you know, into the city to find certain types. Mm-hmm. Or if I live in a city, I got to go out into the woods to find some of these things. Like, I feel like that's where that's cool, the yeah.
2: opportunity is really fun with this game. If you have access to get to those places too because even then it can disproportionately affect people. Tyrone
3: I heard there's some some that are like that. even as Americans like we can't get like there's some that are only in like specific countries that you have to go like there to find that one. Like I I think the potential is there um, if they really want to continue to be this number one app and to sell the way they do and have people play past just uh, I could see it very easily kind of dying out you know in a a couple of weeks like people just kind of get over it and, and it's the next thing or really whatever the next augmented reality thing that's like that's proves to be more... More mature than Pokemon, Uh you know that utilize the same technology better. I think uh, you know, but they had the opportunity to make this. But but
2: in the meantime, black players have to work twice as hard to get half as much. So in that sense, it's really close to reality. So if they were going for reality, they nailed it. Uh, So uh, even unintentionally, I
6: I got got it, guys. Gato has the answer. I I got it. You're gonna create. You're gonna create an equivalent of Pokeball, right? Or whatever the hell this Pokemon, right? You're gonna create it, right? And it's gonna be based. You're gonna have. Your gems, what you're looking for is the poorest families with the most children in it. And you're going to bring baskets of food, cornucopia, copious amounts (laughs) of bread and fresh vegetables to these families and you're going to find the dogs that are tied up in people's backyards. It's going to be a game. You're going to find people's dogs tied up in backyards that haven't been walked in years and we're going to actually liberate those animals and walk them and we're going to find old people who freeze in the winter and if you go to their house you win prizes but you're going to have to Build a new fireplace in their home, or maybe put a wood burning you stove. Okay. You're gonna do this. Is a video game that's gonna really help our people. Well, for oh, once, okay. for
2: once, God was not making this up because there's actually been some uh, some positive things that have come out because of the game. And uh, one example is they've asked uh, they put out a call for people to leave what's called a lore uh, a Pokemon lore at hospitals to to draw Pokemon to the hospitals. Right. So that way, people who are bedridden can still play, they the, can game. Still play the game. So basically, the idea right. is you go to a hospital, and most hospitals are um are pokey Stops, or uh, if not gyms, and you just drop a lure there, and it draws a bunch of Pokémon to the hospital, and then the kids inside can play the game. So that's one thing you can do. I actually did it today because I went and had lunch at um, Albany Med. Nice. I was like, oh, I'm sm- I, someone said to do this. I'm going to try it, and I just dropped the lure, and that was it. And I
3: think that kind of thing fits the mo of what Nintendo has kind of been doing with the Wii, and and kind of be able to get you know gamers one off the couch, and you know, and and standing up and moving around, but really doing different things and be able to kind of get these markets where uh, we're rehabilitation is key and it's something where I heard like a lot of stories about you know people with P uh, you know post-traumatic stress disorder and you know just being able to interact and go outside for the first time in a while and, and enjoy that time and yeah. and uh, and and people with all, all walks of life and all types of ailments and stresses and really just be able Absolutely. to just escape that into this game for a little bit and I yeah. think that's cool I, uh,
2: I've seen it firsthand my I, I I occasionally reference my roommates I have two roommates and we're all completely different and uh, one is just like gay Dominican dude and the other one is this like white nerdy kid uh, conservative, and they, we never really hang out, and we all work different shifts. But they've been going on pokey walks together, right? Right. And I've never seen them spend more than ten minutes together in like the year we lived. So it's like That's the other day takes. they came in together. And I'm like, oh, what are y'all doing? They're looking at their phones. And they're like, oh, we, we had to go to the park, and there's like a, a ride shoe or some shit. I'm like, are you seriously? This is what you're this is what you're doing yeah. together. So it's definitely bringing <laughs> right. bringing people together, even within the household. It's it's that serious. It's a beautiful thing. It's fun. Um, and by the way, uh, shout out to uh, Levels or Lavelles, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. banquet hall. The downtown I was just down there earlier for a meeting yesterday and they have they're surrounded by Pokestops so if you're in the area there's a gym down there uh, there's just like an arsenal because there's all that um th- there's just all those landmarks down there. right right so there's everywhere I was going there was Pokestops so my phone was vibrating like crazy so uh, it's cool yeah it's it,
3: cool it, so it's a good way to discover the history within your city if you're out there walking around too it's a good it's absolutely if, and if you're not friends with uh, Alex Stokes so he's just we just walking around with that dude he would be like oh well, this place used <laughs> to thing, and this is the, this Lookin square out. of sidewalk here been 18 blah, blah, blah. but uh, yeah if don't have that now it's right there on your phone have fun cool. enjoy yourself
2: let me know um, what the Pikachus are at so some things uh, that we'd like the people that are listening at home to do at Beach Shop Radio we're gonna do uh, two segments tonight that we can use your help on one is called grocery stories use hashtag grocery stories at Beach Shop Radio um, tell us a story that you've had happen at a grocery store uh, essentially the what is it the time use institute which is a real institute um, determined that most people spend 53 hours a year grocery shopping I used to work in a grocery store I think a few of us have and uh, interesting stuff tends to happen there so tweet us some grocery stories That you have um, Also we mentioned That we're going to be talking About um, the Beach Out Music Festival so you, uh, That just passed So you can tweet us Your memories from that uh, Things you liked and enjoyed And lastly uh, We have a segment Called Falling Down Where we just talk about Times we've fallen down physically uh, So you can uh, tweet us At Beach Radio Hashtag Falling Down Let us know the last time you fell How hard the, the highest or hardest You've ever fallen And how you've reacted If it happened in public Versus uh, private So those are things Some people can do at home um, But moving on Speaking of Pokey J gyms uh did you guys hear about what happened at the la fitness center with uh this playboy playmate i her- heard about it right. her name is danny mathers yeah. and she she snapchatted twice uh, a picture of an unsuspecting naked woman in the gym and, and i guess the woman was like overweight and sh- and her whole thing was like hee hee, like this woman's fat if i if i can't unsee this you can't unsee it and she put it out in the public now she's a pretty public figure she was a 2015 playboy playmate of the year right so she's got a decent amount of followers um and she sent nude photos of a woman without her knowing um, out to the world, so she. This was LA Fitness was the gym. She lost her uh, job. She is banned for for life from the gym, and she may be facing legal charges uh, because of this. Um, but Jason, if you want to get in on this, there's a mic over here. If you. <laughs> so, did you uh, did you you heard about this, Jody? I heard about it. I was reading about it. I uh, I checked
3: the picture online that she took, and then I went back and checked out her spread from last year as
2: well. Yeah, <laughs> you did your research. I did some research, I did some research. <laughs> for the show i mean anything for the show doing it for the
3: show (laughs) um i you know it's i'm amazed that uh (laughs) she's a radio personality like that was that was the job that she loved like that was what stuck out the most to me about the whole story was that she lost her job as a radio personality Mm -hmm. and uh i i just thought that that was funny when i think you know i think about us i think about the handsome dans of the world and (laughs) and and other people like you know it's like uh, yeah just get off the radio you don't even be on the radio um but the whole thing is is ridiculous as somebody that that doesn't go to a gym if it's not pokemon related not pokemon, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know this is the kind of thing that that that, you know, I think about you know high school gyms, and I think about all of that. And you know, who's your worst nightmare? Basically, it's, it's, yeah. It's like it, you know, I don't think that much about it because I, I just, I'm not going to the gym. I, I'm sick buff. <laughs> but, uh but as a thing like that, yeah, I think about the. It's the funny because he's not the bathroom part of the gym being like awkward for everybody. Yeah. You know, so it's like now you're famous and you're in your your quote unquote hot, and you know your belly button looks great, and you now her belly button doesn't look so great. So now you want to take a picture of it and put it on your phone. It's like come yeah. on, it's it's she's just,
4: just like an, an amplification. Amplific- she's like an amplification of what's wrong with America so bad that's all so you bad you know because I remember going through those types of things and people picking on like the big kid and it Yeah She just took it You know She just took all of us back To like The worst times of our lives Yeah pretty much
2: Yeah All I could think about Was like This would be like Middle school uh, Hell times ten And when we were in school The the internet wasn't even a thing I can't even imagine What that You know Must be like now It's
6: destroying kids uh, Kids lives And adults lives Cyberbullying And I'm sorry to interrupt But I gotta say this There was a story recently About a kid Who uh, Basically This is uh, what I heard Uh, This happened in the town Kid was uh, started to fight with somebody else, but he was, you know, not ready for the repercussion of starting that fight, got beat up on camera, lost some teeth, I mean... This is devastating him Because now he's embarrassed Because people have Recorded this And are probably Snapchatting it around Most definitely I mean star This is a terrible thing So for that person To do that Highly irresponsible And it's only right That she be uh, Stripped of all her Privileges It's yeah. one of
3: my favorite things When people do Some shit like this And like th- Record something Post it And like Looking for like A little private giggle And then like The whole world Finds about it. It's like How do you not know Like how did you not yeah. What did you think Was going to happen I, I read this. She, Sounds like
7: Joshua. She, thought AU. That she was
3: gonna send it to like a, per, a, a friend of hers only, but send it to the wrong send button like, yeah. twice. Though like, twice. I don't believe that she, That's like, bull. Like, she did it twice. Like, why else do you have Snap? Like, I, I don't even understand. Like, I don't have Snapchat. I don't understand how it works like that. But I, I feel like it's. I've only heard about accidental dick pics. I've only yeah. seen it be used to send people <laughs> nudes on purpose or accidentally. So it's like yeah. that's. going to happen eventually if you're some kind of personality uh, with any type of following, one way or another, especially in a public uh, arena like that. You got to. Assume that that's
2: gonna happen. Yeah, just assume that just don't do anything like that from your phone if you're a public figure. And if I, you're a yeah.
3: model, you're probably already, you know, sick in the head to some degree of people already, you know, body shaming you into some kind of you know, you know, situation in your mind where you know, where literally the first thing I heard was Playboy Playmate 2015. I was like, damn, when was the last time I even looked at a Playboy yeah, ever? Yeah, I didn't know they were and, uh, still doing that. They're still doing that. I remember we <laughs> talked about on the show, like that they were they were changing their you know, full frontal thing and they were changing, you know, yep. the pictures that they're putting. Out there, so the idea that you know this is the playmate of last year, and this is the kind of thing that she's representing, I you know I don't see how they're going to go forward with you know with this kind of thing in the future. As far as like it just, it's just kind of like a nail in the coffin, I think. So, oh
6: speaking, you. or or, 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 it was, or it could be
2: good. Publicity. You know how they say there's no such thing as bad publicity. You were checking out her spread and stuff. I mean, uh, I know I'm sure nobody else in this room was right.
5: Rah. <laughs> <laughs> Rah. But, uh, I'm just
2: learning about the story. So it, so. Might, so it may Rah. help, but you can see my phone. Or is the new future we're going to
3: get magazines with... With, with the woman That she snapchatted oh, You know That's that's the, the new future Is the non-model yeah. Candid spread Yeah We got you on Candid camera Butt <laughs> naked at the gym That'll be yeah. it Here
6: you, wanna you, hear, you wanna hear Crazy world That's probably Exactly what's gonna happen The woman who was Embarrassed Is gonna be Put her on, the pedestal. Put her on a pedestal As a hero as of the hey, common you're people. at the gym Sweating to the oldies she's While She's gonna kid be looks A cover. supermodel now Right And she's gonna become So insane As a result of this exposure that she's going to do this to somebody else and the cycle <laughs> will continue. I don't know about all that but uh, hopefully the woman who sh- she appeared
2: older but at least she was she had some anonymity like it wasn't like her face so that's like somewhat a saving right. grace but the uh, we can't, we can't overlook like the aspect of body shaming and like thin privilege and, and white privilege because you have a, a white woman in a gym taking a discreet photo of somebody without them knowing making fun of their weight and putting it out there and she's in the industry that most uh you know demonizes Obesity, realistically, right. like it, that, most makes people people feel uh, some type of way about you know their bodies and how they're represented. So it's pretty much, yeah, like you said, it's like the worst nightmare. You have this stereotypically attractive woman making fun of this non-stereotypically uh, presenting woman just for her completely normal body, um, but shaming her on the biggest forum you know essentially in the world. Uh, this reminds me of the Aaron Andrews incidents. Aaron Andrews, the reporter from ESPN, who had a uh, uh, like a some peeping tom guy like take a video of her through her. Uh, hotel keyhole or something, right? And right. then the video got online, and she ended up winning fifty-five million dollars yes. in a lawsuit against him. And the the difference what? with that was Aaron and she was later approached by Playboy to do Playboy. I don't think she did it, but she she because she was uh you know had Western beauty standards, it was like a boon for her career. Like it really helped her career. Right. right. Um. Now that we got you on camera, you actually look really good. And she made fifty. And again. she made fifty-five million dollars. Not that's not to say what happened to her wasn't terrible. Like it was right. still horrible, but it's the same type of thing. So let's not like pretend this that only you know models do this just happens all What's the time there's whole websites dedicated to like taking a uh, video or photo of your uh, partner or former partner or right, unsuspecting right. people that you've uh, hooked it's up with shame and company. putting it out there after you know to, to shame them and, and everything so this is like a whole this has become an industry now um, so you know we can it's easy for us to kind of point at it and say oh like this is messed up uh, we probably have people listening who have put pictures that are X Anthony up on the internet Wiener.
6: You know? Anthony Wiener Anthony Wiener was destroyed by taking pictures of his underwear,
2: right, same kind of thing. Well, no, like, well, he was a creep. No, he was a creep. He was like, he was like sending pictures to his like interns and stuff while he's married, and sending dick pics on Twitter. Same, but like,
3: in, the, in the same sense that it's like, what do you think was going to happen? Like, what yeah, do you yeah. think? What do you think the headline was going to be? So you know what I mean, kind of shit. So, so like,
4: the woman, the woman who uh, got the photos or the what is it? The fiber optic camera that went through the hole. That was
2: Erin Andrews. Yeah, she was the one that. That was recently, right? That was uh, yeah, about two or three years ago. Oh, right two or three years. She ago. just, she just won the. Lawsuit last year. So. And
4: is that the one that DL Hughley was talking about?
2: Oh, I don't know. She was the ESPN. She was the ESPN. Uh, he was just yeah.
4: talking about how she was awarded all this money for basically being exploited, but um, like the seven or eight um, black men that were killed in total. Wow. Their families didn't oh. receive That much money well,
2: she, well, she sued the, the guy Who took the video of her I right. see what you're saying Like there's these videos Of men being killed on camera Or right. you know um, We seen them every week now Right Yeah and there's no There's no payout for that um, And if there is a payout Sometimes It's usually to the cop Right Like it's yeah, usually right, it's right. realistically It's usually to the cop For um, like the What's his name Darren Wilson made a million dollars Off of killing That's uh, You crazy. know Mike Brown Right speaking That's engagements crazy. All that Which right, he got right. He got like a half million dollars yeah, Or, like or close to it For the What do you the interview he did with ABC. Right. And then he got another half million uh, dollars from the GoFundMe. It's like crazy. he made a million dollars off killing someone and that wasn't even on uh, camera. God. But um uh the people that recorded the Eric the guy that recorded the Eric Garner incident, he's he's in jail. Like he's incarcerated. Um and there was the guy who recorded his what yeah they like he's the only one that ended up serving any time for that. So it's like yeah there's definitely some differences here depending on what, what happened. Yeah we have to
4: go back to Iroquois and caribou, I'm sorry. We just gotta start it. over. Yeah. We, we need a meteor, yeah. is
2: what we need. Yes we do.
4: Yeah
6: I
7: want <laughs> I want land bridges. Yeah, yeah, I want I to wampum.
6: Yes, <laughs> you know? I, want, no. I want to say this. I saw Masai getting a food share and walking with it, and I said to Masai, "I said, where are you going with that?" It was a bunch of produce and things, and he said, "I'm going to Dante Ivy's family." Well, the SoFire
2: Farm donates. Uh, it was nice enough to donate some food yeah. to yeah to the family, so
6: uh, I'm sure you know they can use that. And by the way, this uh, we. But you did, but that wasn't the end of it. Oh, okay. What do you? Because I said. Where are they? And you said They're in a homeless shelter Right So this is a serious issue Dante Ivy's family Is homeless Because He's not He was carrying them mm-hmm. Yeah And this is And this they're is in, They're happening. in They're in a homeless shelter They are on shelter. public assistance um, They are
4: not living in amazing times They are without Dante And um, the, the people Who took his life Are working And are walking around and everything complaining is about fi- us for
2: protesting. Yes, about it, and
4: yeah. everything is fine. And yeah. their life is upside down. Yeah. Like, you, we don't want to imagine what one of their lives would be like without the male. Head figure. Mm -hmm. We don't want to imagine what that is, but that is what the case is for Dante's family. All right, we are bringing them food. Uh, They're on public assistance. They don't live in a home that that they used to rent because they don't have the income to do that anymore. These are the things that happen over and over, countless times, all throughout the country.
2: We we never talk about the ripples of this stuff, right? So when we when we look at what happened to Eric Garner and um uh and Sandra Bland and and the 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 Names that we've kind of learned to say as like almost mantras over the the years, um, going back just to you know a week and a half ago with Alton Sterling and Philando Castile and um, and uh, Maya, Maya Hall and Freddie Gray. The officer just got the one of the, the third officer just got exonerated yesterday. Like these are all names and hashtags to us, but we think that the worst of it is what we saw in the video. Walter Scott. Like it's not um, because you know what happened to Dante Ivy right in our own city has ramifications that are going to extend for generations yeah. and uh, a whole family. Was displaced because of that because when he you know when he was uh, killed you know his income stopped and that caused a, a family to lose their household so now you have um, you have four homeless children and when you look at the rates of like what happens to homeless right. children and wh- if they're more likely to participate in crime or live in poverty right all these things happen as a result of being homeless and then when the police the police will say why are you know people in the you know why are people acting out or why are people uh, committing crime or black on black crime all this bullshit mm-hmm. that we hear all the time yeah. well it's because of that shit yes. like what you did. Is creating The very systems That you complain about And it keeps them in place So what Like what happened to Dante Didn't stop there And these people You know The family lives a nightmare Every day And that nightmare Is going to extend Unfortunately You know If if the community Doesn't step up uh, It it can have an impact On the children That will kind of Lead to a self-fulfilling prophecy Um, And I can guarantee you That the children In that family Are not huge fans Of the police So if they If one or two of them Or maybe hopefully All of them End up becoming activists The police will be like Why do you respect cops What well, you, you, created you, put here. you created you put this You created this Because those kids probably I guarantee you The odds of that one of them Probably wanted to be a cop w- Is higher You know Is is relatively high And now that's gone Because of what was Perpetrated by the police And that will ripple And ripple for generation And generation Can you please talk about The this fundraiser uh, Can you ta- please talk about That right now Absolutely uh, So we have a, a fundraiser Going for uh, that family In particular uh, And you can go to Youcaring.com Backslash Dante School That's one S Dante uh, school and youcaring.com backslash Dante School and you can uh, contribute to the family. This will uh, go to any needs that they have, but particularly related to those four children going back to school. They're all uh, between the ages of I think it was uh, 10 and 17, and there's four of them in that household. Uh, and Dante also had a, had a son, um, and he he seems to be set for this semester, but we still need uh, you know resources for the other kids. Uh, and if you don't have uh, like money, you can help out by just sharing that link. Or I've had people hit me up and say, Oh, I got you know, I got some shoes, or uh, I have some backpacks. Like, you know, hit us up, and we can find out what the family needs. And if you know, if you have something that you can donate, otherwise, we'll take that. Uh, someone had JCPenney gift card, we'll take that. You know, whatever yep. we can do, you know, to help other family, we will. And uh, I do want to stress too that that the, where the you know where the family is now, and that the shelters that are in the city are filled with families that need help. So it's kind of like bittersweet to help one family and know that all these other families are in similar circumstances. They'll all be up for different reasons. So we have to remember that when you, when you donate or whatever you do, thanks for that. Don't feel good about it for too long because there's a lot of work that we have to do and there's like, mm-hmm. way you can help in other ways. You can either donate to the shelter you can go to the shelter and see if somebody just needs a ride somewhere. You can see if um, some of the kids need mentors there. Um, find a kid. Yo, that's how I the, the kid that I mentor, I found him at a homeless shelter. I didn't like mean to. I just happened to be there and, and that that's how some of these, you know, relationships happen. And uh, you can just, some of these, some people just need help, but they just need someone to, to kick it with sometimes. Um, and you can do that. And just don't think that Dante's story and what happened to his family is tragic as it is. Just remember, it goes deeper than that. And there's shelters all around the city and people that need help. And uh, and we've put out a few um, posts on social media in the last week saying the other ways you can contribute. The Homeless Action Committee uh, is a great way to do that. You can contribute to True Heart and, um, and you know, to Social Justice Center. So there's all these ways that you can contribute. Um, and we we want people to do that more. So and people have been stepping up in a big way, and we you know we want to thank them. But it's you know the stuff goes deep, you know, and we got a lot of work to do. So let's and yeah, let's again,
4: I really like the idea of um, you know if you can go there, if you can talk to people, um, you know, there's a there's a piece that's missing from their lives now, yep. you know, just regular discussion, just. Um, just advice you know just going to and from work you know I, I can't imagine what my life would be like without my father even if there wasn't messages that he gave me which he gave me thousands of mm. just the, the mere fact of seeing him every day and and watching him and watching him repair something or fix something or just everyday normal routine things that he did that um, you know that this family will never ever be able to see yep. you know so whatever you know whatever you can if it can't be money if you can talk to somebody Body, if you can drop off stacks of comic books, yeah, have movie conversations, tickets, stuff like movie. that, you know, yeah. yeah, whatever, you know, whatever's possible.
2: Um, where where is, is it too sensitive? I don't want Yeah, it? I don't want to no, say exactly okay. where they are, but people can reach us. At, uh, you know, reach out to us. All we right. can get in touch right. with them. You know, we, we want to protect some of their privacy and anonymity. And, and we've spoken to them, and they, they've actually said that we, you know, some information this, that we were speaking about now we could put out there for the uh, fundraiser because people do want to know, you know, kind of the circumstances. And I think it's important for people to know some of the narrative uh, so that they understand what they're dealing with. With and why we are looking to the community to help support the family because it's really messed up and uh, I think people need to know that and they understand that that situation and uh, I do want to say too that the, the you know the same shelter where they're in I actually stayed with my siblings when I was younger and uh, if if not for people helping us in my mother's situation I wouldn't be in a situation now none of us would really be without people helping us along the way to help these people out so in my mind I think that like it's a it's a it's a major investment for me to be like okay we can help this family out. We we can help these families in the shelters and I know for a fact that some of these kids will get older and be able to help other people in a right. situation it's it, this literally happened to me so I know that that it's a guaranteed like investment on uh, return on your investment so uh, you know like think of it that way if you got to think of it from a business mind mm-hmm. and uh and I, I make sure I tell the kids that too because they right now they're just like this is horrible my you know the way I'm living I remember going to school from the shelter and kids making fun of you because you get off the shelter bus and all shit and I got right. holes in my shoe but like and they, they see oh like oh I'm a somewhat functioning adult. Like I, you know, I have, I that. can afford gas money. Right. You know, like I, saw so I lay, like I got past it. So I want them to see, like this is just a, this is a, f- a phase. And, um, and you know, w- with enough, uh, goodwill and and work and and some luck, uh, y- you may be able to change your circumstances. Um, that doesn't mean everybody will. In fact, most people won't be able to. But that's why it takes the people who are in Need places of privilege yeah. to really step up and be like, yo, let's help these people so that they can help the next people. You know, it. it, it like I said, it, it, it the return on the investment happens, and it's going to happen um, relatively quickly. And in a generation, you can change a lot. Um, so, yeah. So, let's just keep doing that. And I just want to, once again... You, you can make a difference. You, oh, you can. It's, it's kind of corny, but you can. I, I see it every day, you know? And, and these these families and the people that we help, they make a huge difference on us. You know, I, I've learned more from some of the, the people that I, quote, unquote, help. Like, they've done more for me than I've done for them, and they don't see it that way, you know? Um, so, uh, it's definitely rewarding to do that. Youcaring.com back. So it's Dante's school
3: And it just to tie it back to the distraction stuff, where if you if you're finding you're like, hey, you know what, I, I need to stop looking at my phone, I need to stop watching the news, I need to, you know, go go interact with some people. And there's some people here that obviously you could use that interaction.
2: Cool. Uh, so before we take the first break, uh, what do you, what do y'all want to do? Grocery stores or or uh, falling down? Do you have a preference, <laughs> Mike? What was it, Mike? Uh, we can w- do something else. Michael Douglas. What <laughs> falling? Down. Oh, is that the falling down? Falling down. down. <laughs> falling down. Uh, all I wanted was a. Pepsi. <laughs> That's so good. That's a hell of a grocery story. Um. Let's do gr- let's 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 do groceries then.
6: Gross. Can we do a grocery store? <laughs> Let's
2: do it. Uh, first off, does did anyone here work in a grocery store? Grocery store.
6: At, at one point, yes. Where'd you Where'd you work? I worked at Price Shoppers.
2: Okay, so it was up here. I, I for some reason I assumed it was like in the Bronx or something. So, wh-
6: which which chopper? Uh, 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 right there. And and, and and I'm not gonna say it, but you know, there's a name in the street ghetto that, chopper. Thank you. They call it Ghetto 32 now. I heard that the other day. <laughs> Whoa! What? Yeah, because it's if market thirty grade. They're I not upgrade. We will call it what we want. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we can call it what we want. <laughs> so, so I worked there, and man, the things get really wild. One Easter Sunday. Uh, uh, Tori's dog accidentally bit somebody in the leg and all of that girls she was trying to pet the dog and he was like an anxious dog he didn't really break the skin but he bit her mm-hmm. her drunk family all formed like Voltron and chased him and the dog back to Dove Street the 100 block aka Dove is a battlefield where I used to live right so, my father was like Chief Comanche of the of the Puerto Ricans in this Amazing. block, right? So, I go, I, for some reason, I go over there to help because Christine's like, yeah, this shit's out of control. Get over here. So, I run over there, right? Now, I'm ready to fight. I don't know why. So, some guy throws a bottle of water at me, half open. The water sprays in the air, dazzles my vision for a split second. As I get in my karate stance, my father, who I didn't know who he was because he had cut his hair in a mohawk style, what? pushed. Me out the way and punch five people that was in the Price Chopper parking lot, and the shit was crazy, man. The cops roll up, and we trying to walk away, and the and the and the and the, and the, and the, and the drunk family is still chasing after us in front of the cops, and the cops are so shook of the of the real ground situation that they go, guys, get out of here fast. And my father goes, guys, get out of here fast. He goes, look, you punk ass, you know a lot of bleep bleep. He goes, handle that group right there. He Goes uh, okay, because we're going back to the to our block. Did anyone it get was, arrested or you y'all made it out? Nobody got arrested. The cops were scared to deal with oh, okay. the real
2: situation on ready. the
6: ground. AKA ghetto chopper story Chief wow. Comanche. Wow. That's, wow. that's uh, yeah, y'all. That's a good From uh, now on, that that that's, how Wait, that's, <laughs> that's how you tell a story.
4: That's <laughs> how you tell
6: a story. Constantine Kelly, wow. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> that's how you tell a story.
2: Wow. Uh yeah. Uh, anyone else want to <laughs> follow didn't
6: that be, up? We I didn't, got nothing. penny to get it <laughs> I was
4: so happy I called like an ill sale on some some, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> some cereal, oh, yo. Oh man,
3: I was in the store once, uh, just shopping because it's a tradition. I'll go with my mom to go do the shopping on the weekends. And one time, a sign fell on her head. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, that was that happened. It was also at a Price shopper. Uh, she get, at she right got a lawsuit. To, there was a lawsuit. We got a little payout for that. Yeah, um, it was it was nice. She's she's doing nice. Right. She's good. Just she some stitches though. But the sign, Don't ordered, like worth literally it. like watch for falling prices, like that kind of thing situation. Watch like, for falling prices.
2: <laughs> Like,
3: bam! Right there. That was that was a, that was a situation.
2: <laughs> how how old were you at the time, or how long ago? This was, this was uh, this was
3: maybe like fifteen years ago. Okay, so maybe not. Maybe like maybe close to twenty years ago. But this was uh, yeah. But yeah, this was oh. a while ago. I'm sorry, Younger. we laughed,
6: but we were That's laughing awesome. with you, not but this against was it. I mean, it was I'm laughing a situation. at you.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, the sign fell on our head at the grocery store. Seinfeld. I hate going to grocery store. It's Watch for
2: falling prices <laughs> and the sign. Yeah, like what kid? What kid <laughs> <laughs> likes it's on? Hate, hate.
3: Hate. <laughs> Absolutely. It. My Where think I it was em. like it was like my job. It was like the you know I had to go there because I had to help basically bring the groceries in the from house. point A to point B. So that was like my job. But then I also would bring the returnable bottles and all that. So I would get to return all the the cans and bottles that we had, and I got to keep that money. So that was like part of the thing. So I would have all the bottles and cans. Mm-hmm. And I think it was while I was doing this, returning the bottles and cans, that I came back from that with the you know my little you know hundred you know dollar fifty cents worth of nickel slips, and uh, my mother's got to you know. Just, the, the sign's on the floor She's got You know Bloody hand And I'm like What I'm like I'm going for Five minutes To return the bottles And, and yeah She's assaulted by a sign And uh But exactly, yeah nice. You know We no longer had to return <laughs> bottles and cans
2: I, I used to work At the same uh, Chopper that Gatto did uh, So Gatto Chopper And uh, during, actually During I worked, that event Not during that event okay. I, I would remember that It was an event It was infamous I thought it was a myth <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I worked at several In the area And that's what I did For you know, like Basically throughout High school And um, uh, I eventually Was like a supervisor there So I, d- I have seen A lot of uh, nutty stuff uh, I used to Kids used to shoplift All the time From uh, from that sh- that chopper So I would Try and Because security is nuts there And the kids A lot of times They don't know So I would like Page security To the aisle with the kids To let them know The security is watching them Or I would just like Let the kids know Like I just saw you steal it Like they're going right. to Get you at the door I just didn't want to kids getting caught at the door um, but I, or if they were just taking and I knew security was there I just didn't care but I was always trying to like get kids from not getting <laughs> caught right. stealing some BS there um, I also uh, one incident happened where this uh, woman came through and she was buying all this uh, all this cat food and one day i 'm a just cashier and I just asked her like you know like damn lady like how many cats do you have you know and uh, she just looked at me And she's like oh i don't have any cats and uh, and then my supervisor at the time explained that she was just eating the cat food because oh, it was cheaper, cheaper than tuna fish mm-hmm. and uh, this is by the way this is the day I decided I wouldn't, I wasn't gonna be a conservative person because the, the supervisor that told me about it thought it was really funny and he was super conservative and uh, we ended up having this conversation about like you know why she why she was destitute and why she was reduced to eating cat food and he and he, he said these Words I'll never forget them. He's like, if you work your whole life and you don't save enough money to provide for your retirement, you deserve to eat cat food. Like he said it just like Shit. that, and I just thought to myself, I, whoever he's voting for, I will never vote for those right, people. Right. You know, uh, right. but that was like a defining moment in my life, and I was probably 18. I remember like right, it was right. yesterday. So uh, that happened. Get with this.
1: Yeah. yeah. Get with that.
2: Uh, and one time That's in a right. Man's Price Chopper, uh, I saw a guy get a blowjob uh, working an overnight shift. They just stopped in the middle of the bread aisle. And she, <laughs> she just went to town. And and the thing is, I'm I'm like maybe 19. 20 and I'm like what do I do the manager is working overnight The overnight crew is not like they're not like normal human beings right they they just watched everyone came and watched and I'm like I guess this is what we're doing right, so we're right. just like oh each other, we're all on like the other ends of the aisle she's in the middle with the guy standing up and they're in the bread aisle and she you know she uh, she finished and we all is he looking even the side to blood, side <laughs> we right. all watch wait, wait, wait. We, is he even looking side to side or caring they, i think they were both drunk and <laughs> So they didn't really care, and then when she was when she was finished, they just left. It wasn't like they bought anything, or it wasn't exchange of money. But they wanted some privacy. The, the, yeah, right. The whole you know, the whole night crew just stopped, and we, there were probably two or three of us on the ends of the aisle just watching the whole thing. They, you know, he definitely saw us. She was busy. Uh And uh, yeah, and that that happened, and
6: uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I that forgot this one. I forgot this one. <laughs> All right, you well, and wait. Try. How
2: do you get two stories?
6: I, I just got. I got to share this. One. Make this one a tweet. I was, awesome. I was. I was. I was stocking. So greedy. Uh, uh orange juice and milk in the. You know Over there in the chopper And I I I was wearing a tie Just kind of like You know A tie and a button up Dressing that way And so this uh, Woman from Rensselaer who was a little bit feeling saucy that day? She said, "You can get with me, <laughs> but you got to take me to Red Lobster first. And so you went to Red Lobster. I quit that day. <laughs> oh. All right. I don't need to take this. See,
4: you should have okay. just—you should have left it at one store. What do you got, True? Was,
6: hey, True. ahead. Right. go ahead.
4: Yeah. Um. So, Pathmark Highland Boulevard, Staten Island, uh, between the between the first exit door and the second exit door, because you know how supermarkets are—they got the two exit yeah. doors. All right, is where. All the gumball machines are okay, okay Um. So I'm a little guy And People keep walking Through that section And I'm standing by The gumball machine And I'm asking people For change So I can get something Out the gumball machine Okay And I keep asking I keep asking And um, I'm not really Paying attention But at a certain point My parents come out And they see me Asking people for change mm-hmm. Yo To this day I still I feel the ass whooping
2: <laughs> For panhandling? Yeah <laughs> she yeah beat me with a panhandle Yep <laughs> to this day, wow! I'll never forget that ever. At least you were asking. It wasn't like you were stealing the, you know, gumballs yeah. or something. Nah, you're right. <laughs> but, wow, uh, yeah, it was tight. Was it a good hustle? At least were you making like <laughs> you making bank? I don't. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't last long. I mean,
4: oh. I tried it just one time. You know, because <laughs> clearly, working. clearly, I wanted the, I don't know, the fold up comic book that was shoved inside of a plastic container. Oh, okay, okay. But uh anyway, that, yeah. But
3: that was, I gotta say, that was like an early, early hustle. I feel like as young as a young and trying to do like legal things to make money like helping somebody yeah. you know at go being at the grocery store anyway. Hey if I can help you know bring some groceries from point A to point B you know hey lady you need some help or this moment. hey can I help you you know get a dollar tip here yeah, you yeah. know a quarter here you know as a kid that's that's money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're gonna be at the grocery store anyway, I remember
2: what would we say fifty three hours a year yeah, if you're gonna be there anyway, hey that's a good come up for some people. Yeah, yeah and that's a long time. Oh speaking of come up this is something people used to do and I encourage people to do this especially if if you're short on cash Go to a supermarket Or a uh, Walmart or, or like a Walgreens Or something And if you Rifle through the trash Outside Find receipts of stuff That people <laughs> paid for In cash Then you take the receipt Inside and you find the item And then you take it To the clerk And return it So you get the cash Or you can just like Get the credit or something For, for the item And people used to do this uh, At Price Shopper I learned this from a homeless man At Price Shopper And I was like This is brilliant Because people walk outside Walmart whatever like, they, throw the, they throw the receipt In the trash All you gotta do is Find cash receipts right. Go right back in find whatever they got off the shelf, go to customer service, bam, 20 wow. bucks just like that. So I I encourage Brilliant. people to do this.
6: <laughs> Brilliant. Especially yeah, if you if you should. but uh, void were
2: prohibited, no legal responsibility blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep 32. You will, be, you will be arrested if you get caught. Uh, I feel like I should tell people that. But it's a, it's a it's a cool hustle, especially if you're uh if you're strapped for cash and you're looking for, you know, whatever. <laughs> Receipts, receipts receipts are like money nowadays. Oh, speaking of uh, receipts are like money. I got a uh, a few weeks ago. I tweeted that I uh, found a raisin in my bag of Raisinettes that didn't have chocolate on it. Yes. So I tweeted the Nestle company, and they sent me uh, a coupon to buy three boxes of Raisinettes. Nice. Now here's the problem. We didn't have a show last week. I ate them all. It it is Uh, a problem. I would have bought. I honestly uh, thought. We were gonna have like a box, a case of ready. Yeah, it was three. It was three boxes. I got, <laughs> I got three boxes of raisinets, and I had them all ready for next week, last week's show. And then we decided last, you know, we're week, like, yeah, we yeah, were like, yeah, we're gonna take a bye week. We'll put the video out. And I had them sitting on my desk at work. I was like, I'll just eat a box. Ate a box. And then, like the next day, I go and there's two boxes sitting there. I'm like, I'll just have a few, and they're gone. They're I'm all gone. In the box. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I did get them. So if anyone tweets Nestle, they'll probably give you Netflix me three raisinets. and raisinets. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find a raisin. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, I, that actually happened. But I think you could just tell them whatever, and they'll just yeah, send you. They'll send you three raisinets, three I, boxes. I once found. I a,
4: think you were pretty tactful. I think they were like, they they enjoyed your tweet. You think so? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Because we all did. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: true. People's, I can only imagine. People like, seem to
2: like it. I, j- I just did it as a joke.
5: Yeah, I didn't think they were gonna exactly, send me anything. Exactly.
6: I once found a rock inside of my. We're gonna go to our next music break now. And (laughs) when I tried to bite into it, it was painted blue. It was a rock, and I sent it to the company, and they sent me back coupons for kudos. Coupons. Found
2: a W in the M and M's once. Ba-dum-bum. Hashtag block Dad Jokes. Oh, without J.B. Wow. appreciate that. Joke. I'm okay. first Dad I'm Joke of the night. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so on that note, let's get into the first block of music. Keep it locked at Beach Out Radio. Be sure to keep tweeting us. your. Uh, you can tweet us your grocery stores if you want, but also Falling Down. Tell some Falling Down stories. And also, if you went to the Beach Eye Music Festival, let us know your favorite moment. Use the hashtag 2016BSMF. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Beach Radio. Get
0: jumper, baby. <laughs>
7: And crack Commandments, wow Man uh. uh. can't tell me nothing about this corner. Can't tell me nothing about this crack Just leaving my hustler, nigga Niggas uh. on the corner, I ain't forget you, niggas, triple niggas. Uh. I've been in this game for years it made me an animal, rules to this shit, uh-huh. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get your game on track, Let your wig push back, number uno, never let no one know how much dough know you hold, cause you know, that try to breed jealousy, especially if that man fucked up, get your ass stuck up, number two, never let them know your next move, don't you know bad boys move Silence and violence taking you from your eyes. Uh-huh. I dun squeeze mad clips at these cats for their bricks and chips. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mama set that ass up, properly assed up. Could eat the messed up. For that fast butt be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Number four. No you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number four, five. Never sell no crack where you rest that. I don't care if they wanna the ounce, come them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit. Get it, you think a crackhead paying the back? So Get it.
0: Seven.
7: This room is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch find yourself some serious shit. Number eight, uh, never keep no weight on you. The cast that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. Number nine should have been number one to me. The uh-huh. If niggas think you're they ain't trying listen. Mm-hmm. They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting star start the number 10, ten. A Strong word, call consignment. Strictly for live bands, not for fresh uh-huh. If you ain't got the clientele, say hell no. If they gon' want their money, rain, sleep, hell snow. Follow these fools who we'll have mad bread to break uh-huh. up. If not, 24 years, wanna wake up. Slug hit your temple, watch your friend shake up. Caretaker did your makeup. Wake you up, wake you up, wake it up, wake you up. What's uh-huh.
8: final some in the box big tanks that's german Spanish stores i'll be serving Bodegas and trucks shipping weight to Las vegas bars with straps for your arm garments and bags we have i'm a lefty welcome to weapon world welcome to weapon world <laughs> You're welcome. Newcomb we headbands for light blue German lucas. Force field protect. Razor bones behind your neck. Automatics and seven chambers, 82 bullets. When you pull it, the little 25 sound like cannon. Machine guns, electric force while the power runs. Ribbon 870, full of pedigree, <laughs> nighttime militant mask filled with laser gas, atomic ACP, 30 round American slugs. With bugs, undefeatable Navy systems. Brown pearls, pistols with every whistles. Suitcase with missile stash with full Issue. Triggers with frames, a 44 that you claim. Law enforcement, I got the first skill endorsement Who's these material, eating poco pump cereal Close range focus, infrareds let you know. Factory parts here, screws with the custom parts Deputy flashes, fake swat team, closing and gases blow your asses, over here put on masses Welcome to Weapon World
7: Welcome to Weapon World Freaking Blickham.
8: Welcome to Weapon World. You're welcome. Antagonist colonist, Astrotech abuser. 85 rounds of dynamite, sticks with mixing on old rifles, and little differences are fix. LAPD can't see me. I wear a busting beans, Indian Transporter, machine guns across the border. In Siberian boats, bulletproof winter coats. Across the region, duffel bags on the major deacon. Station wagons with desert eagles to stop a dragon. Elephant darts
7: with propane, travel
8: through the rain. Bust bags, the right machines to counteract. By 31 shots, wake up the project block Neighborhood with wood, blast off the D off the hood
2: Check 2 And we're back Beach Eye Familiar Welcome back to Beach Radio At Beach I Radio On Twitter um, This this is eclectic What are you playing there True? I like this This is uh, grammatic Nice Alright Cool Let me uh, My mic off uh, Yeah so that was our quick break uh, We got some people hitting us up On Twitter uh, And Facebook So let's do some shout outs we got with us uh, We got Adigato.
6: Scout Reyna Matt Amanda Marty KP, Dan Micah, Ariella. You sound like a robot. Put some soul into this.
2: Damn. At least he's pronouncing them all right. That's true. You did get the pronunciation. can't go
0: right with this guy.
6: <laughs> Avery. <laughs> Melissa Flagg There we go. <laughs> Kleana. <laughs> Noah. Tammy. Lawrence Clark. Jackie Williams. Woo. Vincent Toco. Ragliacci DJ Lady L. Shout out to Albany Distillery Company Hey-o. and Savoy Tap Hey! Rosa Clemente is watching the GOP Convention. So she's not on the check-in, but I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Show Thursday at the Hollow with Bell's Roar and British recording artist Kelly of Block Party. That sounded really natural. Uh, so 9 p.m. 7:21. That yeah, that
2: last point. Uh, there's a show happening at the Hollow. It's uh, going to be, I think it's pronounced Kel, but I could be completely wrong because I have no idea. Uh, but he's a British recording artist and he was formerly a Black Party, and he's doing a show with uh, Bell's Roar awesome. at the Hollow. Now Bell's Roar is doing a uh, a series of uh, of shows. I forget what it's called. Arts. It's like art supporting art or something like that. Um, and oh, Art Funds Art series. So the idea is they throw a show, they charge the cover price and then take some proceeds from the show and it goes uh, towards a grant for a black LGBTQI artist in the area. Which is very specific And it's kind of awesome And it's, this is the first one It's happening this Thursday It's going to be at 9 o'clock You can buy tickets in advance For $12 bucks. Uh, There's $15 at the door Seems kind of pricey But again the, uh, Both these artists are, are relatively high profile We all know Bell's Phenomenal. World puts on a yeah, good show yeah. If you're not familiar With Block Party You may be into uh, What you know what Kel has to offer um, Sorry if I'm Messing up that, that name K-E-L-L-E Right? Yeah uh, So you should come check it out It's for a good cause And I like that, they're, that The Hollow's hosting something like this It seems like a kind of unorthodox event It's the first of its kind here And it's dope that the grant goes towards uh, A black LGBT uh, artist scenario So, win-win-win And we all know that the Hollow has excellent food Especially if you went to the Beach Out Music Festival yeah. What? Uh, Segway I, Yep I, You know, I was talking to, was talking to Mike, uh, the owner, earlier today And he said that this year, compared to last year we so- They sold, like, twice the amount of food And I think it's because people have, like, kind of been picking up That the, f- the cooks, like, the, the, the food there is just on point Good, yeah And I definitely know last year all I was buying was like mozzarella sticks over and over again right. and they were making fun of me this year they're like you know we have like a gourmet chef here than,
3: <laughs> other than the first thing on the menu yeah and
2: sure enough uh, I started like sampling stuff and I had what was one of the best dishes I think I've ever had it was like this chicken no 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 it was like this uh braised salmon on rice with cream sauce and arugula and all this like stuff yeah, I know. Yo, it was so good. It was like one you? of the best things I've ever eaten. And then they also have this um the the burger with the it might just be called the surf turf burger, but it's like a burger with shrimp on it. And Ooh. I've never really mixed my right. my beefs and my shrimps before yeah. and it, it blew my mind. So it was like a whole other animal, it was like a Pokemon. Right. It was like eating a Pokemon. Uh-huh. So if you get a chance to go to the hollow, have a surf turf burger, <laughs> gotta catch them all. It was
3: good. It was damn good. Yeah, the food's so always wacky. been a point. I feel like even before it was the other spot, that it was like the thing to go there for. Before it was It was like the kind of like the hidden gem of like this uh-huh. great food. You get Gator Nuggets, there. it was like it was crazy. Oh, yeah. Now it's it's, it's phenomenal. Big shout out to all of them. The Eggplant not-
6: Parmesan is really off the hook. Can you and say that one more time? Eggplant Parmesan. You end it with an M? Yeah.
2: Have you always done that? Have parmesan. you ever said sandwich
6: before? <laughs>
2: okay, this is a colloquial. Thing. <laughs> he also
6: says Walmart.
5: Walmart. <laughs> and and
6: tar- Nec- Target.
5: <laughs>
6: when my kid was little, <laughs> they would say Schwing Pie wait what's that swing park Uh oh okay but we have our own uh, private language wow
2: I'm reminded of a TV show I watched one time where the guy was uh, like the straight it was a comedy show but he was like the straight actor in a show with like straight face and he just said until last year I thought it was Halloween with an M and I, I I remember I laughed at that shit for like six months like every time I thought of it I would just start laughing that's a good one that's a good one I like it uh yeah, actually somebody uh, Google that phrase I thought it was Halloween With an M And tell me what show that was And tweet, tweet us And let me know Because that shit was hysterical Solid uh, The last thing that I laughed at That heartily about Was uh, related to what uh, M- 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 Melania how, how do you say it? Melania, Melania Trump Yes So she uh, she gave her tool. speech At the GOP convention yeah, so
3: I'm so glad you said it The way you said it too Because I asked my wife I was watching And I don't watch the news but Like that But I'm watching CNN last night Giggling Oh yeah, yeah. Giggling It's I
2: was, not like, Ivana? That was giggling yeah, right? night, It's watched, not
4: Bridget Nielsen? Uh, uh, Nope What's her name
2: (laughs) So Melania Did I do it What is it Melania Trump
3: It looks like it's very close To like Millennial Which I think is ironic But it's Malaria
2: is what I was
6: Malaria Of course Molly Sheckles What was the name Of that family (laughs) Shirley Beckles (laughs) My grandma My grandmother Would
4: call anybody That was white that she didn't like Shirley Beckles. yo that's <laughs> so specific <laughs> yes. that's dope yo. Yo.
5: and
2: we do that today that's why this segment is called <laughs> Becky Backlash so we do the same yo. shit today deadass <laughs> dead ass man that's, that's what my grandma that's yo. fate yo. <laughs> <laughs> grandma's in the building Becky Beckel um, alright so anyway so uh, Melania Trump she she gives her speech at the GOP convention and uh, the, the highlight reel because I, I was asleep when this was happening but the highlight reel of this convention is amazing it's like a clusterfuck of just buffoonery happening you got Charles in charge Scott Bayo goes up And he gives right. this Ridiculous speech About how If you want something In this country You work for it We don't give handouts Like he's like Going on his tirade and, I, and I'm thinking wh- Like why is Chachi he Even here <laughs> Who paid you wh- Like why is he still Even uh, relevant Like who reaches out to, to him to do this You know And it, I, I just don't understand The same person That gets Bokeem Woodbine To be in movies Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah You just like, buried her <laughs> it's just. It was just absurd So bizarre So then uh, You know So the Then Melania Trump goes up and she's giving her speech and, and, um, whose speech? (laughs) <laughs> yeah right. She's gonna be an ace. answer me, and uh, and and towards the end, she like the last two paragraphs of the speech she basically just stole from uh, a speech that Michelle Obama had done, and uh, and she got exposed so fast because it's 2016, and I can't even write a term paper in college without them running it through a fucking filter and right. knowing if right. I plagiarized it. So of course people found out right away that she stole the last two paragraphs, and she got dragged on Twitter because, I mean, just because, like, why would you do that? Um, I don't know. I I don't even want to. Her necessarily because whoever wrote her speech for her should have been smarter to do that. I guarantee someone got fired off that.
3: Well, this is the thing that I think is funny now that, that she's with, allowed the, to with talk? the fallout of all of it was <laughs> leading up to it, where this she was talking about where she's saying that she wrote it, where she spent weeks Whoa. writing it, and she was saying like, "I this is my thing." Where it's like, I think that's kind of like what you're supposed to say when like yeah, everybody yeah. knows behind the scenes there's a team of speech writers in it, and yeah. that, and uh, but like you said, like even if she did do it herself, that there wasn't somebody on the next end to then edit it and be like oh well here's this or hey let's look run it through the thing let's look at the last time you know a, pr- a prospective read. first lady you know said something on her microphone at this type of thing and see if any of these words match up or exactly line up. and like, it wasn't like
2: it came from a random speech or something unrelated right. it came from the, the existing first lady so it's fucking history and, yeah. and what, what made it more obvious to me it was, was it that was from she, Nancy Reagan she, yeah, right? she used the phrase uh, word is bond like my word is my bond in the speech and it's like she's not a first generation English speaker English isn't her first language that's an extremely colloquial term related to like blackness so it's like you can't Albany, go from you can't go so from like being Albany like sh- you know second generation yeah Albany right so it's like a like a la born <laughs> <laughs> like um, invent- la <laughs> you, you don't go <laughs> no, you from know, being like, <laughs> like a first generation second generation whatever you, your uh, English is your second language and now you're using this word and and it's the way she used it was it was uncomfortable it seemed like you know because she wasn't familiar with it which is right. fine but it's just that it made it more obvious like whoever wrote that for her or if she you know copied and pasted it right. You remove the stuff that at least, you know, that you're not even, like, yeah. would never normally say. I don't think this is something she's—she's grown. She's definitely not grown up saying, my word is my bond.
3: Unless it's, like, the most cut—it's, like, it's either the most, like—the it- way I see it, it's, like, two things. It's either the most, like, against her, where somebody on a team is, like, self sabotage kind of thing. It's, like, here, let's let's give her this, her this speech and never yep. say it. Or I was even thinking that maybe somebody, like, switched the—it was, like, an anonymous thing, and they, like, switched the teleprompter while she was reading the shit or something like that. Oh, yep, uh, they rewired it. Right, rewired or something They like they, bo- or- they
6: sabotaged
3: her,
4: probably. Man. Come on. The whole campaign is sabotage. You know, they just you literally know I mean? thought
3: that nobody would notice, You know, which is probably worse. Is the worst offense. It's like, hey, maybe they just won't notice. Or or if it's really, her, that really that she wrote it and she just loves Michelle. And this is where if she came out and was like, you know what? I love Michelle Obama. You hmm. love Michelle Obama. <laughs> we love Michelle Obama. I wrote She said it. I loved it. Yeah, I said it. I get it. So we like, like when Jay-Z takes some that. biggie lines, it would be right, like that. Right, like, right, right. I'm not a writer. I'm a writer for myself and others. If she, you know, said, if she that, said that, Like she'd win me over It'd be okay. <laughs> right. but they're like continuing to deny it. but now nothing still. about this
4: campaign is right right I don't understand why More madness this is on top surprising of the madness pile. anyone yep. this is this to me goes yeah. totally in accordance to the rest of the campaign That's
2: no right. absolutely this is the most do we have background music oh I hear her. yeah this is I the most interesting campaign I can ever remember like going back to childhood and now and I thought last you know the last presidential election was interesting but just wh- like it's definitely out there it's different I've asked people like is this this is a circus right this it is typically how absurd yeah. it is But one thing that's uh, Kind of frustrating Is that Even if the, this absurdity Wasn't happening With Chachi and her And uh, like also And Trump The, the GOP uh, platform And even you know The democratic platform The stuff that they're proposing Is really scary stuff And it's almost getting lost In how uh, How much of a madhouse This, right, this right. has become um, So there was uh, D- David Clark He was the, He's that black sheriff That's always on Fox News He spoke at the GOP convention So he is uh, I mean He's like public enemy coon number one you know this yeah. guy is i hate
4: my gums because they're black he,
2: yeah, yeah. He, 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 it's like he's, he's like he's the caricature of himself but he's become rich off of putting down black people because he's a sheriff every time i fucking see him on the news he's got more pins and like medals on his
5: jacket right, right, right. <laughs>
2: and i wow. feel like every time he sells at yeah. his people they just run up and stick one on him like he's oh, like yeah. i did it yeah uh, the same dude from not
3: from dallas right that they've had on the news like a yes this the guy same guy yeah. there's only dallas. one right there's right.
2: only one the they, one that tried to protect jr yeah, yeah. Okay. and, that and he, gets more, no he gets more she gets more airtime than almost any black person on, on those networks it's like he's the only one that, they, that they're cool with you know right. him and Stacey Dash
3: it seems very intentional oh, that it's wow. like hey let's get this, this, this Oh, absolutely. Yeah, let's get him as the figurehead he's going to speak on the, it and now. because he's black he right. can
2: kind of get away with saying all these incredibly racist things really and he's on you know he's at the GOP convention and he takes the opportunity to say that um, the Black Lives Matter people are anarchists and, and he's like just condemning them and then uh, he was on uh, calling them terrorists on, on Fox News earlier this week they bring him out every time there's a shooting um, but I mean I don't know I, I always gauge these things and I'm like is this guy just selling out to be rich or does he really believe these things it's hard for me to tell and I guess it really doesn't matter but I do know um, Angelica Clark sent me an interview with him and Don Lemon and I was I, and this is how bad this guy is I was like fuck yeah Don Lemon right. you tell him right. uh, yeah, exactly. when I'm sitting here rooting for Don Lemon you know, you know this guy wrong. is way out of his league because even yeah, Don Lemon I was the like, same way as soon
4: as I saw it i so like, like,
2: it's like why what is wrong with this yeah, fucking how dude Am I on Don Lemon's side? You know something's wrong. Um, but I hate that guy, and I hate that they give him a platform. But I mean, that's what they're trying to do. Mark, you know that's th- Don, th- Don looks th- like
3: he's having a really good time at the Republican National Convention too. If he's, like, oh, every yeah. time they cut to him, he's like grinning and he's like loving it. As- it's
2: got to be fun. I mean, if it, it's like it's like it'd be so entertaining if I if at the end of this punchline doesn't end with like a nuke blowing us all right. up or something. You know, oh, like yeah. By the, and he's president. Yeah, now. yeah. If I were just watching this show, I would love it even more. But every once in a while, I'm reminded that I like I live here. I know. It's <laughs> this is, and it's gonna actually this Be our yeah. it's like, This is your
6: life <laughs> Mushroom cloud <laughs> Yeah
3: Whose dude they had On the news <laughs> Talking about uh, It was only Only white people That have contributed To society Oh that my was, like, god that, that they were like Interviewing like
2: Can someone get his name Because this is the same uh, This is the same congressman Who said that um, uh, Mexicans were sneaking In the country With uh, their calves The size of cantaloupes Because they were Sneaking in drugs And stuff I hate this guy's so much uh, and he's super against like uh, any you know he's, he's hardcore against any kind of immigration or, or uh, what he calls anchor babies or like le- you know letting people stay he's horrible and then to see him back in the news he's on um, there was the channel that they were doing the convention on and he's like saying uh they, they were talking about the GOP, saying how it's run by old white men, and he's like, "I hate this old white man rhetoric." And he's like, "When's the last time any other subgroup of right. people did anything for humanity?" Anything
3: for humanity, <laughs> like ever? the whole
2: world. Wow. And he's like, "He's like, look at every uh, everything that Western civilization and, and the, the host is like white people." And he's like, "Well, Western Christian civilization, right? It's like we've done all these amazing I like how things." He,
3: he narrowed it down to just a very specific not white. white people, not white <laughs> well,
2: Christian <laughs> Western, <crazy. laughs> which just means white and people.
3: But really, the, the issue. I have like with the news program in general it's like it doesn't end with that that conversation doesn't end with somebody correcting him it yeah. ends with and we'll keep going to the next thing and it's yeah. like and he got more bullshit the, the it,
2: host got in trouble for that people were going on Twitter like how do you just cut to commercial after right. something like that and he, there was a black woman on the panel and I think she was conservative and she looked like her head was gonna fucking explode and uh, and they they tried to like pause it for a second and be like hey you just said some white nationalist shit right on live TV right, right here and you know it's just kind of steamrolled but these are and this isn't just some Dude, this isn't even like that dumbass sheriff. Right. This is a f- congressman. Like these, this is I, to scare
6: people. I think these people are completely responsible for the rhetoric that is allowing the the, the undoing of the country you were born in and raised in. This is that weapon. That is the weapon. That's what it is. It's a mental, psychological weapon, and they're out of fucking control. Oh
3: yeah. Well, yeah, I think they're confused too because they're because to me, I almost rather uh, hear and be able to see like, oh, okay, there's a racist motherfucker right there, and we can see his position of power and we see him now you know unraveling so to speak on national TV and uh, I think that that's what we're continuing to see now is especially with this campaign and this presidential cycle here is a lot of people like really comfortable in their hate rhetoric that they're now just like they're not even holding back anymore they're just like throwing it out there and now people are kind of reacting to it like oh wait but the scary thing is that it's it's they're still going this is like that was day one of of now the convention so they're they're doing it so it's still
2: going Uh, that, that represents that we're talking about, his yeah, name is Steve name. King. People Thank on Twitter are helping yeah, us out. Steve also, uh, Chris O'Donnell pointed out uh, he's on the check-in. He said um, that Kelly is still the lead singer of Black Party. They haven't, they're not a stranger or anything, nice. um, and they're performing uh, at Alive at Five this week. Also, nice, so right. I guess afterwards, they'll, Kelly will be you know performing at the at the Hall things, which is pretty dope. That's major. that's great. Also, shout
4: out to Mitchell Smith. He uh, sent us a photo
2: of Charles in charge. Oh, did he? Yes, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, looking out. <laughs> We appreciate that.
6: Chachi and Chachi.
2: Um, yeah. So in addition to uh, okay. Melania Trump doing her doing her thing, um, she got dragged this week, but it was also uh, a bad week for white women in general because of what happened with Taylor Swift. Now, t- uh, recently we did a review of Kanye West's album, The Life of Pablo. On The Life of Pablo, there was this song, uh, Famous, and the song Famous had a video come out recently, which we reviewed and we weren't big fans of either. Right. Um, but uh, the song is dope. But I, I well, yeah, I think there was, there was some... There was some split decision on that, but sure. the video was like the, the wax figures laying in the bed and the camera panning, and it kind of looked like a snuff film. And you right, got right. you got Taylor Swift and Rihanna and Chris Brown and and um, Bill Cosby and all these people. There it is, that's the track. Uh, we got all these people laying in the bed as like wax figures, right? Right. Right. Um, so in the song, Trumping them, Trumping them, <laughs> He's in there too. Yeah, He's yeah. In there. Oh. Yep. Hillary in there. Uh, what is it? Kanye West says. Uh I don't know I feel he says something like I feel like uh, me and Taylor might still have sex I made that bitch famous right and when when this happened Taylor Swift went to I believe it was the Grammys uh, a few weeks after it came out and basically got on stage and dragged him and was like you know people will try to take you down and then she was on Twitter talking about how you know uh, he, he had no right to come at her and do her like that in the song right and she and then Kanye West was like but I called you and told you that the lyric was in the song and you were okay with it and she's like I never talked to you that didn't happen uh, you know she just basically said it never happened and kardashian kim kardashian was like oh i have you know i have the f- tape of it right but then uh, it like disappeared never came out until a few days ago Dropping on him when uh kim kardashian released the footage um and and you can uh, correct me if i'm messing up any of the story on twitter but this is kind of it in a nutshell so kim kardashian puts the footage out it's like a snapchat uh, video and uh it's like sp- piece together of her conversation. He definitely called her. Uh, Rick Rubin's in the room just chilling on the couch. Kanye West is there on the phone with Taylor Swift.
3: Snoozing. Yeah,
2: he's just like, whatever. (laughs) And uh, he's like, yo, so this is the line. Are you cool with it? And she's like, wow, I really appreciate you asking me first or reaching out to me. She's like, whatever you want to do, whatever line you want to do works best, but just thanks for, you know, letting me know. And she's definitely on the phone so then um, she basically got exposed for straight up lying about that because she didn't know that her conversation was recorded and then she tried to backpedal on Twitter talking about well it wasn't that line about having sex he never said he was going to call me a bitch because he said I made that bitch famous so right. she, but basically she just got caught lying and what's messed up is so many people believed her because Kanye West is really hated and he's a black man and Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift you know right. like she's the, the, the vision the stereotypical vision these, of purity and honesty had
3: that history and had been that kind of the the, uh, the polar opposites of this particular situation yeah, for, yeah. for years now. I this yin like.
2: yang thing, this de- devil angel thing they have right. going on, you know. Sh- and uh, he's always kind of getting the the he's always the bad part of this 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 thing. So it was cool to see her get exposed, but it kind of spoke to a bigger uh, trend and an issue. And this ties into the Melania thing. You have um, white women taking advantage of black people, whether it's uh, exploiting their own words and using them as your as their own, or demonizing them in the public uh, to. Uh, Play the victim And kind of Boister yourself And this goes to A tradition of White women in particular Lying on black men In this country uh, From the You know From the Mm -hmm. Rape cases That used to happen Or probably You know Still happen We we actually had some uh, Mothers up here Of men Who were sent to prison uh, Wrongly convicted of rape And they marched up here uh, A few Was a few months ago um, To kind of Shed light on those cases And how these people's lives Were destroyed Because of false uh, Rape allegations And And uh, there's also like the whole like Emmett Till situation where there's actually a woman uh, who spoke at our recent rally who's a descendant of Emmett Till she's like a, a cousin of Emmett Till and she spoke at the, the vigil do you remember that true we, when we were at um, yes. the, the last vigil with Esther Sterling yeah. and uh, the Emmett Till situation was like you got a, a black boy who allegedly like whistled at a white woman and got killed over it and a lot of a lot of brothers have died off of like white women's lives and um and you, despite this There's this This colorism That goes on Where it seems like A lot of black men Want to get with white women Because it's like A status symbol thing And you know And uh, that we A lot of black men Have kind of been Taught or you know to, to just think poorly Of their own race There's a lot of self-hate Going on And there's resentment Of black women And uh, we, we need to break that down For, for a few reasons One As my, one of my college counselors Told me White women will get you Into trouble uh, And this is like I hate to like use Blanket statements like that But it's good to know Because I know for a fact That even if they don't Mean to get you in trouble They'll get you into trouble because I've been pulled over with a white girl in the car, and the cops do not like that shit. <laughs> right? They just want to know what's happening. Even my you mother. Know it's fucked up because they come to the passenger side, right? Yeah, yeah. And they that ha- to, yeah that's right. happened to me. Well, are you okay? Yeah. Are Are you being held against your will? Blink twice if you're <laughs> that type of shit. That shit really happened to me. One of my One of my good friends when I worked at Price Chopper Segway was uh, was a white woman, and we would get pulled over all the time. We get dirty looks all the time, and and it would just it, we would get into trouble just for being together. And I mentioned uh, previously on the show that my mother was white, and we would get pulled over. A lot by police, and they always thought I was her pimp for some reason. So it's right. like right. just just being around white women if you're a black man already puts a target on your back. They think you're like King Kong and you just snatched her out the fucking jungle or some shit. Um, so even if the w- white woman has good intentions, it can be dangerous. But when you have Taylor Swift intentions, it's even more dangerous because they can lie on you. And if they do want to get you in trouble, they're going to get believed over you no matter what. You know, so uh, so you just kind of it's just something you have to be aware of and 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 you know that it can happen. And if it comes. Down to it, it doesn't matter what you say. If you're a black man, if a white woman says it against you, you're pretty much screwed. There's this urge to like protect white women in in uh, this patriarchy, white supremacist patriarchy. It's damaging to white women and women in general, but it, it also is damaging to black men, uh, and, it, and it can put people in danger.
3: I remember the one that the, the point that we talk about a lot in this show was the uh, like the affirmative action thing, yeah, and 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 the, how, who the major recipient of that is with you know with being white women compared to the stereotypical you know who you think would be the recipient of that yeah. can, let's,
2: can we caption that for a second uh, just just to point out what you just said Like affirmative action a lot of people attribute it to black people like uh, you know, getting jobs and, and uh, placement in colleges over white people but the number one beneficiary of affirmative action is white women because it's meant to include uh, people of um, basically non-white males so it includes uh, LGBT and uh, women in general and there are more white women than there are black people in the United States so they're the number one beneficiaries continue
3: that was it no that was the deal right there only oh, you know, and yeah, on, wow. on the other side, that I'm not entirely sold on this whole Kanye Taylor Swift controversy thing mm-hmm. and I'm actually of the, the mind frame that we're gonna see the, the final bombshell that we find out that it really was Taylor Swift in the video <laughs> and yet. I think you're right, cause if you watch the video there's, there's certain on. people there's certain people in the video that are Nobody's obviously Max figures and somebody some people that are very I think they CG there's some. breathing there's something where I would love to see especially after the where to me it's, it's too petty it's almost too obvious on the where the, the the interviews with both him and Taylor before the before the albums came out where uh, you got Kendrick Lamar and Kanye Torn together. You got Kendrick and Taylor Swift then releasing that single Bad Blood that came out. Yeah. You got Kendrick uh, Artist of the Year nomination gets beat by Taylor Swift. Yeah. I feel like these people are, we're seeing a side of it as the pawns or as the consumers of it. And the the people moving the pieces or selling it to us are obviously hanging out behind the scenes. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if if she we find out that out of all of this, she really was not a video and that that's like the, the exclamation point on this whole thing. Where it's like, now what do we really think? All right, so this week, you know, for the last bunch of years we've been dragging Kanye. So mm-hmm. this week we're dragging Taylor. Let's find out at the end. Hey, you know what? She really was in the video. What does that mean? Then it's like, haha, the the veil's pulled over, yeah. and then we all are looking at ourselves like, oh shit. Like, yeah, I would this, love this that whole happened.
2: thing. So you're basically saying this whole thing could be like wrestling, you know? Like, I'm really hoping everything. It is. Like yeah. they planned even the Melania Trump thing. Maybe they wanted that distraction from the Trump of it. Like we don't know right. what the people you know people are so smart and calculated and cunning and when they have a bunch of money and ill intentions you can do a lot of stuff so right. we don't know how much shit we're shocked by or like wow I can't believe that gaffe just happened and right. it's totally planned and intentional to
3: me in this one the red herring is when you see Kim Kardashian and then Amber Rose both nude both there very actually in the photo shoot in the video and I think to that like hey if these two women can put something beside themselves to get in this photo shoot and do this thing through, why couldn't Kanye and Taylor Swift based on the X amount of money so you got the two artists that are I guess before Kanye's last time was him and fifty cent they were kind of doing like the head to head thing and that
2: was all planned too. That
3: was very much planned, you know, calculated and I feel like his competition right now he's when you think about pop stars and his who he competes with, his competition right now is Taylor Swift. So it's yeah. like that that I see it as as that. And it I think it's very much their name's just being out there it helps it's, it's a win
2: for controversy is good. True. Can we talk about Tucker Max? You made me watch a documentary about lying. Um yeah. what, what was it called do you remember was it was on Netflix it was like the art of lying or something yeah it was like the Truth of lying and then truth about lying, yeah, yeah. Truth so one lying. of the one of the th- segments in it was about uh, Tucker Max, who's like a popular co- blogger, and he had a movie come out, and uh, the the ad campaign for the movie was basically to make as much controversy as possible. So uh, do you, do you remember that that part? Absolutely. Yeah. Can you talk about it a little bit? Because it it just goes into how they they will try to like trick us into controversy by actually manufacturing it, so we don't know which we really have no way of knowing what's real. So I forgot. The, you forgot? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, all right. Let me just say one Bring thing I out. thought was super, super cool. They were like, um, they were saying that the, uh, the, some people were saying that. They he, made a film, right? He, yeah. It was. A, they, they made, made a, a movie based on the blog. And the movie they were trying to sell tickets to. So they hired an ad campaign. So they were trying to say that. Uh, th- he was misogynistic and perpetuating rape culture right. so uh, there were groups saying this but like on the low like not it wasn't a major thing so what they did was they put um, posters for the movie out and then they went out and sent teams out to write like stop rape spray paint all over the posters so they're destroying their own posters right. but this caused the country to start doing it too uh-huh. so then people started organizing they started having protests it was protests. like Cop Killer by
4: Ice, Ice Cube yeah, Ice yeah. It, was, yeah it was like negative yep, to boost. bring the attention
2: yeah. so they did a, their own negative Campaign to get the ball rolling, and they they were like this this uh, movie is so controversial. People are d- ripping off all the uh, the posters. If you see a poster, people are just spray painted over. They're destroying it. Then there's then there's this huge protest in New York, protest in Boston against the movie, and they manufactured all that to uh, just to draw attention drag to drag the it. dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so we don't we you know when we report on this stuff, and we're like, oh, you know, Taylor Swift got dragged or whatever. She's probably laughing all the way to the I'm bank right now.
3: I'm <laughs> saying right now they're all hanging
2: out barbecuing right with now. Melania she Trump and. Michelle- yeah, I'm thinking
3: right now they're all in that bed still right now. Yeah. yeah. Butt ass naked laughing.
2: Yeah. That's all. That's all okay, There you go. Conspiracy theories. Let's, let's talk about a few more because there were some instances that happened in the last two weeks that we never really got to touch on because we took a bye week. Uh, we, we touched briefly on the um, the killing of Alton Sterling, uh, Philando Castile, and there were three other um, people uh, who were Latinx who were killed by the police and then there was also uh, a trans woman. I think her name was Princess Goddess and she was, uh, or, or was it Princess Diamond? Uh, oh, Oh, God name, and that's what it was. And she was killed um, just in a tra- in a transphobic incident. She was the 14th trans woman uh, of color killed this year, or trans woman killed this year. So there was all this violence that happened, and then in the wake of it, there was a shooting uh, in Dallas where it was five police officers were killed. I think eleven were shot. Right. Um, and immediately, people, you know, it, it, people were like, "This is just a little too convenient." You have all these police killings, police killing everyone, and then the, the fir- for the first time since 9/11, five cops died in one day. And they're just like it seems like they're trying to tie it to the uh, you know the Black Lives. I mean, they were tying it to the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. And they're like, oh well, it's this this rhetoric is what caused these cops to die. Right. And uh, and suddenly, cops dying, five cops dying is like a huge deal in this country. People really give a shit, and they're willing to look for ways to, who to blame on it. When five people are killed, black people are killed by the police, they're just like, hey, you know, they shouldn't have been resisting or whatever. They, they nobody wants to point the finger at the root cause of it. Um, so immediately, people were saying that the, sho- the shooter was. Uh, some people were saying it was like a conspiracy and it was all set up, and uh, and others were just blaming the Black Lives Matter movement. A few days passed, and then there's another shooting which just happened in uh, was it Louisiana, right, right. Baton Rouge. Rouge? So another sniper, another allegedly black sniper happened, and um, he killed was it three officers? I think this was just this was but just that wasn't Sunday. a sniper. Oh, I, well, oh, maybe. I thought that that he was still was, he's still in the army. That's so Yeah,
4: maybe but he was, he was like a veteran. He was like in the street. Okay. Fighting someone else, and Mm -hmm. then the police came, and he turned a gun. Yeah, it wasn't. But in any event, so
2: three. Yeah, so three other police officers are killed, and it's like all of a sudden, you know, in in what is the safest year for police officers in two decades, uh, there's these like multiple police officers who are killed by black people um, that are put on the news because there were there were some officers killed by white people, but that didn't become a news story because it didn't fit into the whole Black Lives Matter narrative. So those uh, and the
3: the war on cops narrative, right? Where it is now now they have a visual to match that. Yeah,
2: you can't have a war on cops if there's if there's not you know, two the sides. Dying, yeah. And so they need the cops dying, and now now they have that. And and some people were just saying like it just seems too convenient, especially that the, the some of the cops were like black and they were really like well liked and and how the, the sniper was able to hit. That just cops in a crowd of people and then in florida um two days ago there was a cop car set on fire and then the police found nearby a note that just said black lives matter on it. right, right. <laughs> it's like come on like this shit who does who lights a who does that? Like lights a car fire, this, you as as the car fire.
3: Yeah, the whole thing was like was mad sketchy because, as no, hell. Like, fishy. and
2: they, they you know they just want us to believe all this stuff. Like, and it, I, it's not far fetched. Like, we we know of all these instances, these government cover ups where they've you know killed people, took people out, set people up just to kind of sway public opinion. And I will tell you, right after those police were killed, there was a tension in this country where you could just tell like white people were pissed, um, cops were livid, right? Um, cop supporters came out of the woodwork. Fucking John Gray from Fox News, local a news reporter he put up this long diatribe saying how uh, it needs to stop and he supports the police officers he puts up this blue ribbon thing and um, and I, I was like pissed to see that because he never really he's never posted anything in response to how many um, police uh, how many black people have been killed in this country by right. police officers but this this instance happens and he's a news reporter and he's putting this out there like that it's like you know your personal outrage right yeah right. and this is why we say black lives matter because none of those other lives matter to him enough right. to, to for him to say something, but right. the second he can suck up to the police because some were killed, uh, he's got this long. Uh, it, it's, it's his most popular post he's ever put on Facebook too. It has like thousands and thousands of shares and likes, and he's just a local nobody reporter. And uh, and I and I wrote one comment there, and it was deleted too. So it's like they're controlling the narrative on all fronts. I did just call him fat, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> the thing, so,
3: The <laughs> thing that stuck with me about the whole thing one of the pieces that really stuck with me was is something we talk about a lot is is when the people kind of bring up the excuses of oh well what about black and black crime or what about yeah. you know when, when these other people commit crime and this idea that you know when uh, you know if a black person is an unarmed person is killed by you know police officers the cops are getting off on it but when cops are killed that person is either caught, shot, you know the, the exploded justice surf and anyway, it exploded. They blew the dude up with the remote the, this like, is the guy in Dallas, bomb yeah. robot in Dallas and uh, and it was just like where we didn't we I, I didn't see any pictures of what the guy looked like. I you know we nobody yeah. and this is where for me it's I convenient. don't already trust the media. I don't trust the people that are in charge. So all of that, you know, it's it's. See, this part is one instance
2: where I hope the media lied because we didn't have a meeting where we said we could blow people up like this. Right. Like what? Right. Since when did we decide that we can send robot bombs to just blow people up?
3: Like, that shit is crazy. Like man. he
2: didn't even, even have yeah, hostages or whatever. But like right. we're supposed to try and take people alive, and and you don't just say, hey, listen, he's shooting, he's he's just gonna keep shooting. Let's just blow up the building. Like and
3: that's not how me- it works. What, what immediately my brain went back to was uh, last was this past December around Christmas time, and we were. Talking talking about how uh, you know Baskin Robbins and Dunkin Donuts gave the Troy Police Department all this money to yep. you know to, yep. to militarize their police department against peaceful protesters here in the Capital District yep. I haven't uh, been to
2: Dunkin Donuts since and me. I've been He's wondering about
3: what exactly that money could buy and I think we just saw that you, you get you get robot, oh, robot bombs, bombs. You get like <laughs> and that's it's Wally explosive little Wally's and shit and like that that's fucking crazy yeah
6: I think you should question the concept of freedom when you could be because the way I've was taught was that we are all on a minimum security prison right now because if you can walk out your door and be shot 32 times by a peace officer you're not free right. so nobody's free right. we're all on death row and the sooner that everybody starts uniting the people unite really truly unite uh, then they'll stop with this whole thing about uh, policy enforcers lives matter and all this you know stop resisting nonsense right. because uh, you know, it's not a us and them. We are all one. Some people are killing for a paycheck that's what's happening you gotta this is a, a culture that's a, that's a culture of violence that's perfecting war if you're gonna blow people up with little machineries and not tell you the whole truth and every movie you go watch in the theater you can count how many times you see a um, FBI CIA bullshit uh, propaganda right every show is a cop show every show has a a, a nuclear uh, problem with the world we're going to war every movie am I making this up not at all no. actually Masai I know you Numbers this is I'd be curious work. to this
3: see what the ratings. Let's talk my wife about this the other day. How the ratings of the show Cops has been affected by by, this. by the by the continual S- output of CSI, other of,
4: blue you know, lives. With that one, particularly
3: because it's like a reality show, and it's yeah. like yeah. and it seems to be the only time where you see cops on the TV on TV on camera that aren't killing people is on that <laughs> John show. John so they probably, like, that's
2: it's that's all the cutting room floor.
3: So, yeah, exactly. So it's like in <laughs> order to, to have an interaction safely safely with police, it's like you need the cops. Cops camera crew there yeah, And they're
2: yeah. the only ones That can like well, we've, we've sensationalized You know Every type of violence In this country so much That uh, I would like to see How the, those ratings Are impacted Law and order And all that stuff But I do know that Is there uh, a Black Lives Matter show That's all not, I want to know There's not and there probably won't be But there's 15 be. police but, shows but, And there's a show called, there there's, a show called, called the <laughs> <laughs> there's a <laughs> show called Soul Survivor There's a show called Shooter uh, It's about a sniper It's coming out on USA And it stars Ryan Philippe uh, Or Felipe What are we doing with him Philippe? That was
4: in a theater That was in a That, no, was, no, no.
2: But they're that making, was a movie But they're making a show a, called over. Shooter about a sniper right yeah. and it's gonna be a, like a, a regular drama and they've pushed the show back three times because every time it was supposed to air we had a sniper kill someone in this country that. so they've pushed it back to September and I'm just thinking we're just I mean we're just pushing it back so once they, they're just looking for a clean way to start it right. once the you know we, we're still gonna keep having snipers in this country I remember when um. the
3: American Sniper movie came out I thought it was about the DC sniper I was like I was like, <laughs> which American, one yeah which like, sniper I, I thought that was it was yeah for real
2: that's how I mean that's there how is Time. If Pokemon there's, can drop Drop shooter Exactly There's Yo. no There's no convenient time In this country It's always going to be violent And it, part of it Is because of that Culture of violence That we glorify In every way From every medium Well
3: it depends on Who the victim is Because you didn't see You saw how they didn't stop the. Did you anybody see The week So it was all that Gorilla shit The kid and the gorilla yeah, yeah. The previews for Tarzan That came out The week that shit happened Right The preview starts with A gorilla Taking a baby Out of a crib Oh really And it's just like And that's just And the movie starts And it's like and To me like that was intentional really intentional We're, or at least that somebody could have said how about we push this commercial yeah back, yeah you know, that makes sense
4: or, 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 or how about we back drop back. this nope. baby in' it's it, it really seems oh like, no wait a, minute, right. wait, a minute, wait a minute wait a minute that's deep true so, we me, sell some yeah. tickets
3: right? it seems like where it's like there's gotta be somebody whose job it is to be sensitive or where we see that people are sensitive
2: sometimes yeah, yeah. but not necessarily but even this time. is promotion well, for Shooter cause cool. the, I wouldn't have even known about this show if they didn't push it back three times right right wait
6: wait wait I just want you to see whether or not you've been brainwashed your whole life are you ready oh here we go a boat crash lands a boat crash lands hold on a boat crash a boat shipwrecks Thank oh okay you. Uh, is Wrecks in, in Af- Off of the coast of Africa The only person who survives Is a baby of a European fleet Right That European baby Is rescued by lowland gorillas and the motherfucker Learns how to swing From vines Better than the gorillas Right And mm-hmm. grows up And goes ah! And you don't think You've been brainwashed Your whole life right. yeah. You better The, the movie itself I, I
2: Is super problematic Extremely racist I mean, racist. It? I mean <laughs> Yeah It's like yeah, yeah But isn't it based off Of Rudyard Kipling's <laughs> no. book Tarzan Jungle book you No mean? Or, but isn't, isn't there a Tarzan book There's yeah, a Tarzan yeah yeah There's a book. book But the book was super racist too okay. It's some white savior shit It's like yeah. Some You know It's like every story Some white guy lands somewhere where there's not white guys, whether they're black people, blue people like in the Na'vi Navi or gorillas, and he can do their shit way better. Last Samurai. This happens over and over. So like, it doesn't matter where a white guy lands. He immediately learns how to do their shit better than them. And yeah. now he's the king of the apes. Better than gorillas! Better than gorillas! Yeah. <laughs> better than gorillas.
6: I really strongest,
2: that's the name of uh, it. Right strongest vertebrates on the planet. Absolutely. Like it's just, it's just super, even though they're a gorilla, it's just super racist. And you know that the gorillas are kind of stand-ins for for just for just black people and uh I, I i i just wonder where i feel like it all goes back to just like small penis syndrome or something like because they're writing this shit they've been writing the same story over and over again yeah. for a thousand years right. where white guys just go to black lands and do this shit way better
3: and that somebody during the two weeks that this shit was happening in the fucking world somebody's like let's go see tarzan
2: yeah, like let's, go see, like, Tar- let's go, see Tar- yeah. go see that movie right now i'd like yeah. to be
4: alive when i say this but fear of a black
6: planet <laughs> okay, yes, that's all. That, did, that, that, did anyone see that was based Tarzan? Based on Dr. Uh, Wellsing, by the way. I know. Yeah. Oh.
2: Did anyone see Tarzan? No. Not I yet. See did yeah. anyone see Ghostbusters
6: yet? I want to go see it. I want to go see it. No, no, I saw not Tarzan. Yo, you did, you, you Tarzan? saw Tarzan? A new one? And it does a nothing compared to what Highlander did. Highlander but was good. Not, remember him? The guy was from good. Highlander? Yeah. But how yes. are they related? What's the guy's name? Oh, oh,
4: you're talking about Miles O'K- um. Grey Stokes, Grace Stokes, uh, Tarzan, <laughs> the the <laughs> Legend of Tarzan. No, But not the new movie. No, it's just like I know. He's, just, oh, wait, he's saying that that version is that good. version. Oh, was okay, okay, all right, gotcha. all right. But we're not talking that's about
3: that. The ori- that's the writer, Grey Stokes, so, right? That's the I, original. Yeah, go watch I it, wanted and to. You can
4: laugh I that. wanted to go see Ghostbusters. I wanted to disc Ghostbusters. Let's uh-huh. do. In fact, I wanted to put a post up that said, "I guess I'll see you on Netflix."
5: But
2: <laughs>
4: but I I, I I decided to read, uh, um. The critics mm-hmm. uh, To see what they had to say about it yep. And I've never done this I'm talking about Like as many years As I've been on the planet
5: Right
4: I, I list I went and I read crit- So I read about 30 reviews
5: mm-hmm.
4: Of those 30 reviews There were probably four of them That were lukewarm to negative mm-hmm. Everybody else had Very positive things to say yeah, about it Yeah it was it. fun It wasn't it horrible was It was fun It was it, entertaining yeah, like you know it, it didn't make you like Bust a gut laughing But the the, the humor wasn't like campy, cheesy uh-huh. or predictable like it was very well done it paid homage to the new New York City as opposed to the classic New York City that we saw the original Ghostbusters yeah. no, I heard it was uh-huh.
3: filmed it, in Boston
4: it, there's that Ooh. and it left it left old Ghostbusters kind of alone yeah but Better when it alone. did when it did it like it tactfully and tastefully Gave gave some nods to it We should, we, we should do a
2: beach trip And go see it I'm down sure. I'm I, down I, to see I, I it I want to see it more For like social commentary uh, Pop culture reasons I wasn't super into I'm not really into ghosts In general But uh, I did like the originals right. um, But I don't know If you guys saw it, uh, On Twitter today Leslie Jones Like oh, took a hike She had to leave Twitter Because she's been getting So many racist tweets right. From people calling her A gorilla Talk about Wait, your she, time She's who
3: I want to see it for
2: Like a yeah, yeah.
3: I'm, I'm Leslie Jones fan I, I, I'm not we, a huge fan of her seen We've seen this Leslie but I Jones see it is a
6: comic
2: Her stand up is better Than her her skit stuff, so I want to see how she does in this.
6: How do you think that was not going to happen? This is in a time. Right. This is you living in a unique time. Yo, at you're least she in was included in the movie. Ernie Hudson
4: wasn't even included people in the posters. Yeah. or the video credits.
6: game, nothing. Yo, they they
2: <laughs> shit on him. Hard body and original. So anyway, Leslie Jones had to leave Twitter because she's black and a woman, and they drag. People were just like going right. in on her, calling her all manner of things. She started retweeting this stuff, and then she put, puts a tweet up. I think it was last night or the night before, and she's like, I'm like I'm logging off Twitter in tears right now this is ridiculous and she's like just putting these people on blast for what they do and it just kind of speaks to what uh, black women have to deal with just in general in, in society but also on um, on social media especially if you're a high profile black woman right. she couldn't even get her dress to the premiere like b- people were falling over themselves to give other the other actresses dresses for the premiere she had to like point out that nobody was for her and then all of a sudden people wanted to but
3: oh really Yeah, even, she, on, that, even on the professional end yeah, we're, no,
2: yeah people she? weren't like wow. uh, well, you know how people are like like yo wear us to the premiere nobody was coming at her and she noticed all her co-stars people were were throwing them outfits please wear this to the premiere so she was like yo nobody's trying to give me a dress to the premiere and then suddenly you got Versace you know these people like oh where are you but it was all for publicity at that point nobody offered her right away and so you have people who are main in the industry like wealthy shitting on black women and then you have just your average Joe Smos sitting at home for all we know they're probably judges and cops calling her ape on Twitter 100 miles a minute so um yeah, so it's just—I don't know—it just speaks to so many bigger issues, and it's and we get,
4: yeah, and we and like now you get to uh, again, you get to see it in 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 the flesh, like yep. you get to publicly see it, and but America will still deny it. They'll still deny. it they They'll still did deny. Did it it. Oh, first no. kids right? Did they
3: do it to the first kids? They were giving them shit for like the schools they could get dissected into, or what they were going to do. I remember just like what hearing kids? about uh, the the first kids, the the, the presidential, the Obama oh, kids. Oh, the Michelle, like, um, the, uh, Mar- Mar- what's
2: her name? Yeah. Uh, Girls, yeah, were they, yeah. they
3: were like getting dragged through the thing because the one girl got accepted into the school and they were like well, it's blah, 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 and everybody has yeah, yeah. some shit to say where it's like
2: god damn like everyone has yo, and I can't imagine what um, like Leslie and Molly and those people go through because my social media if people saw the, the messages type of messages I get on a regular get, basis right, right. Fr- this is like why I, I largely don't like Twitter but also the, the other folder of my Facebook um, messages like you know how you get messages from people you're not friends with every once in a while I'll get one or, or I'll get get several but I don't really check the other folder right and if I accidentally go into it I'm just like reminded that there's like a thousand Uh-oh. people in this city that hate my fucking face. you need a
3: little motivation right to Yeah, make sure you're on the right path there's, yeah.
2: you know, there's so many so I can't imagine what people like high profile go through especially black women yeah. uh, with people just coming at them all the time with all these like filth and garbage like the stuff she was tweeting was just like break your heart you know and it's, it sucks that she seems like a really genuine nice person and even if she was an asshole she doesn't deserve that right um, and she has to deal with it but at least she's She's rich. That makes me feel a little better. It
3: helps. <laughs> hey, we support it. We gotta check it out. I gotta check it out. Yeah. Uh, when's the last time you fell down? Man. Me? Me personally? All right. It was... uh What was the one? I had a story for this one. It was... uh <laughs> Go to somebody else Because actually Mine wasn't really me The one that, that sticks with me The most was uh-huh. my son And I was with my son At the top of a staircase And he fell down A flight of stairs Oh I think you mentioned we, this we, we This was
2: when we this. asked Who dropped the baby that. And
3: so that was like The last time That I remember Like as far as like the Like from up, You know gravity Having an effect And like like the pain Being involved I, You know I feel like Other than that I've, I try to You know I'm a waiter by trade I try to think about balance uh, I try to keep like And you're a Tai Chi master I, I, now That's right And the Tai Chi thing You know what actually That might have been The last time I fell yeah. Was trying to do Some one legged fly shit. At Tai Chi in front of some other sixty-five year olds, and I and I fell. Lost <laughs> balance. Um, oh, you fell do- while doing Tai Chi. Doing Tai Chi. That was that was a legit. That was a legit fall. Trying to just protect, you know, just trying to just balance myself. Okay. Uh, okay.
2: Yo, when's the last time you fell,
6: Gato? This was the well the last. Or, or no, no, it doesn't yeah, have to be the last. Just tell fall. me the worst fall the worst you. Whatever fall. you want to talk about. This was so crazy. I can't believe it. I was trying to change a light bulb in my apartment in a ceiling fan down Mm -hmm. on Myrtle at the bottom. Okay. And I had a chair. I put a chair, right? And then I put a milk crate on top of it because I couldn't get up there. And I fucking had a robe on, like a red and black (laughs) checkered robe on. And I fucking, like, flipped and landed on my back and thought I killed myself and just laid there for, like, five minutes. And I could feel my back and my legs. And I was like, holy shit, I almost died alone in my apartment. Fuck yeah.
2: That's the worst way to go. And then they find, know, right? and then when they find you, they know exactly what happened. Oh, oh, he put the milk crate on the, oh shit. Right. right. Oh shit. His robe is open. Someone cover him up.
0: Fucking light bulb. <laughs> light bulb's out Fuck everywhere. you, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Uh,
2: what? Mine is, uh, so mine, m- I think all of my major falls have been ice related. I am not an ice walker. I see people walk, when I see people walk in, the- winner, I'm always impressed because I, I walk like an old man. I take like two-inch steps. I, I try not to lift my feet off the ground. Um, I'm not an ice walker. I caught God on a sidewalk one day actually, now I think about it.
3: No, i right, no, tell you, I'm sorry. I was just... Minded. No, go ahead. He had to walk her with him too, yo. I, yeah, I, I remember coming we're all we're all living in this spot right and I remember coming home from work and I feel like I called him I called God on his phone he's not answering his phone and I come around the corner and he's laid out on the sidewalk square all like spread out like a pancake and I'm like he's actually trying to get this woman on the sidewalk to help him up some woman He did. I come up to him and he's talking to some lady she's like help he's trying to get her to help him up and she's like please stop talking to me she's like offended and uh, I think I realized what was happening realized that he fell he might have been embarrassed, but maybe was trying to play it off maybe a little bit to have a conversation with somebody. I don't know. And I, That's I how remember, you bag And I remember living with True, because for some reason,
4: though,
3: <laughs> this man True had, he had somebody's walker. True, what was the situation where we had to walk walker in the apartment? Had a, <laughs> we had a walker that I could go, I
4: went okay. into the apartment, got All the right. walker All that right. we hold had, on, hold on. and
3: went out and got it for him he yeah. the, walker.
4: Out. the reason why I had a walker is because when I, be good. when I used to live in Boston, one of the guys who I worked out with was like, yo, walk Walkers are awesome For doing dips
2: Oh okay, okay. So I got a walker And I, I had it How'd you get it? Did you buy it Or steal it from someone? <laughs> <laughs> just saw a guy. What well, well, silence means? Stop. I don't know how
3: many dips got done, but he got used that.
2: Dip. He got, used, he got
6: yo, used for his intended yo, purpose. I want, he got Broke his hip like, on the sidewalk. I, at first, I was upset because he comes around the corner, <laughs> and
3: I think this was ice. Was it ice
4: related?
6: <laughs> this was totally ice. He was and mad because he was trying to bag a shorty. You know, no, ice came in a fall. I, I hit you. the ice, ice and in I thought, and felt. the sound of the ice cracking, I thought I cracked my knee, so I just laid there. <laughs> And so this lady's coming by, and I'm like, she's like, "Are you all right, sir?" And I just reached my hand up like this, and I'm like, "Could you help me?" Wow. And then she was like, she tried to pull me up. She's like, "I can't." She's like, she gonna fall. You, yeah, yeah. You're like, like the drowning person that makes oh, the other yeah, person yeah, drown. drown. else. Yeah. <laughs> so he calls me. He just happened to call me. He goes, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I'm around the corner on the floor." Who called you, Jody? I'm okay.
3: like trying to get a hold of him, and I, yeah. and I, I can't get a hold of him. But then I see him so on. So he side goes. He just saw
6: him. his foot through the window. I see him laid out. So he goes. He goes all right, I'll be right there. He comes around the corner with a walker and opens it I'm like, you asshole, what are you doing with that? <laughs> and um, I, I, I walked and you again. lived. You walked
5: lived again. again. <laughs> I walked
3: again. I remember, so, and this is when we were talking about the, the public versus private thing yeah. and I'm recalling and, and this is the story that I remember telling was the first or second year Beach Shot Festival being so drunk that I fell and actually took out the merch table mm. <laughs> and this was, uh, this was something that I don't remember but I'm reminded by people almost Constantly. every Every year that that's what happened. I did that, and uh, and it's something where yeah, you know, I'm not proud of it. But i when people tell me the story, the amount of shit that went that was on the table, that was then off the table. I'm kind of proud, like yeah. the coverage <laughs> and the spread that we got out of that because it this was. Guy got uh, a strike.
6: We did it right. We did it right. Yo, what uh, about Paul DeBarge, the guy who fell oh, down the stairs? Wow, with, yeah, he had the had a,
3: That was a big fall. That was a big fall. Red Square <laughs> they had, was, because they had that three stair yeah. staircase, and I saw a very drunk dude uh-huh. get laid out. <laughs> get laid out on the third laid out and remained on the third to second staircase and like proceeded to try to pick up the ice that was in his cup and like be like like yeah anybody see who hit me it was bad it was a bad kind of situation but
2: yeah people get laid out man uh, no, I, I, I fall every winter so uh, I fall numerous times down my front steps right now I always keep like two bags of rock saw and stuff like but I just can't I just can't walk on ice to save my life but the worst the worst one happened in front of a corner store on Quail Street uh, Finnegan's and I just remember uh, I slid in front of the store and uh, I fell back and I before I hit the ground I saw my feet so I knew it was like bad because like my feet were like over my where my line of sight was so like the last thing So it seemed like The longest fall ever Because I'm just thinking Oh wow Like I've never seen Like my feet at this right. angle Like you never see Your feet and the it's sky like Charlie Brown When yeah. the ball gets pulled out It was like that yeah, yeah so, I, so I see like the sky the And my feet And I just know it's coming I just hit the ground so hard And um, I probably could have Had a lawsuit there But I, I just was so impact- Like I just wanted to get out of right, the, right. The, I just wanted to hide You know So I just like Tried to get up Like I wasn't hurt and, and you know When you try to get up on ice You just make it worse And you just like Look like a, a fucking board, idiot yeah. yeah you gotta like Roll into the <laughs> snow off. You get some traction. <laughs> so that was that. That was probably the, the worst fall I had. Um, I do remember JB had a really good fall at EOM. Uh, do you remember this? True, we were we were at McGeary's and JB wanted to rap on the subwoofer. Yes, I do remember. So he's standing that. on the I speaker doing the show, and the floor, you know, the floor is like slippery with beer and stuff, and yes. he, he just falls off the speaker and busts his ass. Um, oh. It was a yeah. He played it off he, I mean he's a professional He played it off I think he, off. he finished the verse On the floor Yeah like, on his back yeah, yeah yeah, it was great yep. <laughs> Very professional yeah. Alright true I need to hear a falling story Falling down What do you got
4: Alright um, So I was dating this person For a really long time We were actually engaged And uh-huh. I found out that um, um, She was in another relationship
2: oh, Holy shit <laughs> And uh, You know like, these aren't Emotional falls right These yeah. are like physical Okay That was the hardest fall <laughs> that, was- oh, that was god Wow Easy. let's end the show On a really negative note yeah, there yeah. yeah can you tell tell us the time you fell down the stairs Be, uh, <laughs> but I fell downstairs. No, tell us any
4: time you fell. Um, that was depressing. Skiing. Skiing. <laughs> I uh, collided with another skier.
2: Isn't skiing just falling all the time though? Like you're just like yeah. downhill skiing right. is just perpetual. In my experience, yes.
4: Well, I collided with um, a mountain. Oh, okay. yeah. My face, <laughs> my face hit the snow, and I actually got a deviated septum. Oh, that's right. how that happened, right. and this I never the knew origin. Right, right. I never oh, I didn't knew. know that's how that happened. So I never knew how I how, how I couldn't breathe for seven years, and wow. then one when I went to go get the surgery, they actually broke the the, the person who was. Uh, prepping me, the nurse, she was saying how how common this this procedure is, and that her husband got it done. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, what happened to him? Oh, he was mountain biking or whatever, and he hit a, tr- a tree branch, like literally came out of nowhere, smashed him in the face, and he had all these chronic breathing problems after that. And I'm Whoa. like, wait a minute. I hit a mountain. <laughs> I, no, I, and I Could it nev- be? <laughs> I never knew why what was wrong with me but it was like shortly thereafter that ah. injury that, that my stuck. breathing got worse and my headaches yeah. and sinus and all of that stuff so um that was that that's what
6: you get for skiing out, yeah shout out to True and the doctor for that because they all they encouraged me to do the same procedure which is breathe again <laughs> oh and you you had it done right we never yeah. how yo, that work for you I, it was great I uh you, you gotta let you gotta watch classic music movies for a week cause you going to be bedridden for about a week yeah you have, oh, okay, and you have okay. to
4: sit you have to like sit it's sleeping, sleep sitting, like an, like an upright position. You should watch Casablanca couple. and like, Wha- what? And cool, cool.
2: Um, all right, so I guess we- <laughs> no beach shot, huh? Oh yeah, Who yeah. Cares? Let's let's do no, let's do that. that, that we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. Let's all uh, right. Just- can
4: we end on a high note? But I have to say one thing. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Um, can we just have a moment of silence? Because I literally just lost my aunt Anne-Marie today. Oh, I
5: didn't so know
4: I'm true. sorry. I yeah. I'm I'm. I'm I'm, I'm holding on But I just want to do Like a moment of silence Because she's super cool um, But she's been battling With like Um, emphysema Mm. and she actually was in the hospital for like you know like two weeks with pneumonia Um, she's really just been fighting it's been like a really really hard fight for her for the past like I want to say ten years it's been really super hard um, but I I really feel like she's having some comfort now because she's not going through like the madness that she's been going through Mm -hmm. I mean she was struggling with like quitting smoking cigarettes her whole life and could not you know could not kick the habit So, um, you know, I just want to give a shout out to Uncle Vinny. That's my father's brother. Mm -hmm. And um, my Aunt Anne Marie, you know, may she rest peacefully because she's just, she's super cool, man. She's, you know, she used to always make me like really great quesadillas. So just a moment of silence for her, guys. Okay, let's just go up. Let's go up on a little high note, if at all possible. Um, for uh, For Beat Shot
2: So It's it's fitting Because yeah. You know Beach Shot This year Happened around A lot of loss And, and tragedy And yeah. I think uh, People kind of Turned to the festival To help Reconcile with it So I think that, that, That's a, a Fitting segue um, uh, And my condolences For, for your loss you. there um, The festival this year Was different Than a lot of other ones And, and uh, uh, I spoke to a few people Every year People say It's the best one But this one Seemed different Because it was so emotional mm-hmm. And sh- you know shrap- with um, all the loss that had happened, with the uh, the police killings and just the the current state of affairs yep. in this country, um, so it was to me there were some moments where it was definitely like this is the blackest beach I ever and we always have like it's always a bunch of black folks but like it just seemed really Afrocentric oh, yeah. and proud to be black and unapologetically black and I know there were some moments where during the day when we had uh, black poets come on and they were doing these incredible pieces about like privilege and uh, and class and race and uh, black uh, solidarity and liberation and I just could see like some twinges of white people in the other room like having brunch or whatever <laughs> they're less yeah, like yeah. what's Happening over what in the other room. Is this there? like right, a right. Panth- this is a Black Panther party? <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> that type of shit. <laughs> but uh, if it felt good, it felt good, and I think uh, a lot of people really needed that. And uh, it was like it was like healing and cathartic. And it was people definitely. cried and then people danced like on right. the same you know yeah. sometime in the same moment. So um, for me that is what stood out, and uh, I thought it was beautiful. Um, definitely shout out to Amani and MC Graffiti who helped us put on a lot of what, what happened with the uh, poetry and the beatbox uh, the tournament and. Um, just it was just great seeing the number of dashikis this year triple and like <laughs> the, the djembes on stage. You know, like that was just dope. All these wow. African medallions. Yeah. I feel like I'm back. You remember when Malcolm X came out of the movie? Yeah. And for and like everyone was all about that. Right. It's yeah. happening again. And my sister just went to um, Harlem last week with uh, some of the women from uh, UGT and Prevention, uh, and she was like, all over New York is kind of like what's happening in Albany, where everyone's just got on African colors and dashikis and, and uh, dresses and the hair and everything. I, I love it, yo! I just wanted to keep happening and, yeah, and stay I would, like that. I would like for this to
4: not be a phase. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't left it since the nineties. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I would like for everybody to just you know stay, stay, with. stay, stay be
2: love yourself. You yeah. know, like this because that's really what it comes down to, like being proud of your your culture and your heritage, and not trying to run from it, right. and um and learning to embrace it and accept it in a world that constantly tells you this isn't cool. You know, right. um, it's, it's annoying. Yeah, or it's unprofessional, <laughs> like your dreads or whatever. You know, the afro right. got be patted down all that stuff like you know we're we're repeated we're told that over and over again Um, and it's cool to see people just especially kids like embrace it and be like this is what it's about when we did that vigil uh, a few uh, last week when that school bus went by with kids on the bus and they were yelling out the window Black Lives Matter it was probably one of the high points of my adult life you know just seeing those kids feel really proud about themselves in that moment and I can't remember seeing that happen uh, you know spontaneously like that with a bunch of black kids just Thing. Like we're You know this is dope We're black We're proud I'm from the I'm from the generation Where I remember My little sister Not wanting the black Barbie Because she thought She was ugly So it's cool to see Kids not all feel that way You know um, Other thoughts On the festival
3: Just dope I mean for me Obviously with we you know Amani And the black power shuffle And the yep. line dancing <laughs> And like very that very was a highlight true. for me Just yes. like <laughs> Like where For one Just like we never It was like the whole crowd The whole Everybody Really as one You know what I mean yep. Yep. Feeling it And just like like you said, unit. cathartic and just like feeling it. Um, you know, I, I feel bad because I I missed a lot of it. And but the but every moment that I was there mm-hmm. felt like the right moment. You know what I mean? It felt like this, like the moments that I and again I missed a lot of it. And I was there for the pieces that I was there for. Felt like holy shit, this is the moment to see. And and then talking to everybody was like the whole weekend. Uh, through all three days, were filled with those Damn. moments that people could just really just feel something real. Um, the highlight for me. Uh, was kind of a tough one because it's and, and it's one that it tends to be is Jay Live every year is somebody that I always look up to oh, um, yeah. and and every every time he comes to the Capital District and perform uh, he's somebody that I've I've grown to to really really like I, in my top like you know he's like to, one of the number one artists for me that I look to um one, always keeping it real, being a phenomenal artist on, on the boards and, and on the, just music-wise. And this year, I feel like I saw a side of him on stage that I've never seen him. And I've, I feel like we, us in this room, have been privileged to a lot of J-Live performances yep. over the years. Uh, and I've never felt... You know, what he felt, and it's really this idea of, and I, when I, I, I felt Jay, but I felt every artist through Jay on that stage, mm-hmm. and, and and people that, as somebody that uh, I love to talk and I love going on this show and talking shit, but as somebody that relies heavily on other artists mm-hmm. to articulate what I feel like I'm feeling a lot of the times and, and to explain to people how I'm feeling, some of the times I, I, I need a song or I need a painting or I need, you know, sometimes, you know, a, another artist. Part you know uh, perspective on it to, to really latch onto that. Um, when I see these people who have given themselves time and time again uh, their perspective, so that I can feel like a human being listening to it. Yep. You know, when I see these people on stage and they can't necessarily finish a set because the 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 pain of what of the words they even write and, and dealing with that, and, and specifically with uh, where Jay had a song where he was he wrote about Mike Brown. Yep. And and he remember him saying. You know, I didn't even want to put his name in this song because I know that I'm gonna be singing this song about countless other people yeah, yeah. over the years. You know, and you, you felt it, and his, you know, I'm standing next to his kids in the audience, and it's like we all felt it, and it was it was so powerful to hear, and it was so powerful to hear him say it, uh, and not just an artist performing a song on stage, but like living it and yeah. and, and fearing, fearing it yeah. and and feeling it and fearing it and and all of that, and uh, that was the most powerful. It a,
2: shit It was ever. a beautiful moment, and I actually just tweeted him out and uh, and gave him a shout out for that. And And uh, that that moment captured so much of what I think people were feeling. And you could definitely feel that it wasn't – that wasn't him, you know, like – on or perform, like performing at a show it was just right. like him being real it was a really honest moment right. And uh, he said
4: he practiced that set mm-hmm. like countless, countless
2: times yep. and he still couldn't get it done and, right. um, remember, yeah, it's hard to get through that stuff it's and, tough, and what, yeah. what you mentioned about his, his point about Mike Brown and putting him in the song uh, when, when Amani and I did uh, Me and the Devil for Dante Ivy, uh, there's a part in the song where I referenced Walter Scott who was killed in South Carolina by the police he was like shot in his back and uh, almost every time I've done that song I've replaced Walter Scott's name with another person right. Right. I put Sandra Bland in there and I've just you know I put so many people in there and every time I do it I'm just like this is ridiculous that right. there's n- a n- never ending stream of people that I can put their narrative in here and it fits into the song seamlessly right. um, so yeah it, it's hard to write these songs because you, you're you trying to capture a moment that never ends
3: and it's like fuck I don't want to have to live in a society where I have to perform this song you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and it's like and I, that I have to write this song or that I have to Absolutely. you know that I have to be and then me the listener that I have to... I have to see this man who I love and respect on stage broken down to really get it to yeah. have it really hit me in the head like oh shit is fucked up right now you know yeah. what I mean and, and to to for somebody that again that I'm you know I got Pokemon Go early I'm, I'm very much into escapism <laughs> I, I'm, I'm team escapism nine yeah. times out of ten Um, and it was a moment that brought it all where a moment of, of bloodletting and a moment of hey you know what let's all escape the reality a minute to get to the art where then the art was like too real for the yeah. moment where it was like but we were all still you know and we were able to close that on dancing and everybody was still but it was like that moment was real and it wasn't something that was like what I loved was it wasn't something that was then swept under the
2: rug we bathed in that yeah, shit yeah. you know what I mean we took it in let it burn like feel it you know and then do with it where you will let it go embrace it dance move on but process it and I, I think I said it in, a, in a post uh, online after the festival that it was like getting a, a wound treated yeah. like it was painful but but we did it right, and we like cleaned it out, and we bandaged it up, and we, you know, we were better for it and by we did by, it with by, a by facing house it. House of people,
3: three days in a row, oh, and yeah. all together. You know what I mean? It's like that yeah. is beauty in itself. That it was we
2: we can say we. You yeah,
3: know what yeah. I mean? And and look at each other and watch the video and say Oh, everybody was we there, bonded. You know I mean? We're
2: closer. It's a beautiful well, thing. One man. thing, other thing you said that I thought was very poignant was about um, how artists uh, can take something and put it into words that maybe not everyone can. And and for me, this is my definition of art. Like if you can take a universal feeling. Or, or something that's felt by a lot of people but not everyone can always articulate it and I don't right. mean always verbally like sometimes it's with paint and sometimes it's with words and sometimes it's just with banging on drums or sure. whatever and, it, and and if you can uh, capture those moments and convey them and it it helps allow other people to process these feelings and emotions and not feel alone and go through it and I think this is one of the most powerful um, you know representations of art or, what, or depictions of what art can do and I totally agree with you on that and I think uh, a lot of the people who performed have a, have a knack for that and some all my favorite artists have a knack for that. Armani has a knack for that and uh, and it's it's cathartic. It helps you heal and process and connect these like synapses in your brain that aren't necessarily always catching. Right. And when they do, it just makes you feel like whole and complete and not alone in the universe. Definitely. And it's such a, you know, it's it's not s- scientific thing. It just it just feels right and you know when it's happened and it definitely happened a lot at this last Beach Music oh,
6: Festival. Yeah. I felt when they were on stage cuz I was I felt very caught off guard, <laughs> but it was like a, lo- a magical Lullaby of reassurance. That's what it felt like. Ooh. That she was. They were put, it, it, They were so naturally, organically, doing this healing to the whole. That that was a big part. I think, right? Uh, you felt that. Whoever was the healing. Were, yeah, a healing circle. It was like it was. It was beautiful. Yep. True. Do you want to have the last word on this festival? Sure. Um, I felt like
4: <clears throat> this was one of the most, for the exception of a couple of like. You know, things that we were going through as like the promotion team, as far as like names and spellings and things like that. Yeah. I felt like this was the most sm- smoothest, like the smoothest run, most well organized, um, time efficient. Um Beat shot out of Out of all of them mm. It was You know Everything was just Really really like Well run It was like yeah. a well lubed Machine it's like we've done it before For <laughs> three You know For three days in a row yep. um, I was really impressed With how well Everything went And I felt like I couldn't appreciate How smooth And how great Everything mm. was Giving the outside environment yep. To the point where If shit had gone wrong on, At this festival yep. I wouldn't have cared mm. because what was going on outside had had such a weight on me this year. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, all that being said, um, and i and I was just talking about organiza- organization and, and, yeah, yeah. and logistics and all that stuff for what the artists put forth and what the community brought together was like you guys have all pretty much said was very healing and something that I really really needed at this time um, and
2: that that's really that's really like my culmination of the weekend. Uh, perfect. I think that's perfect um, by the way true you're getting a lot of love on Twitter Luz Marquez uh, Luz Marquez who was on the show uh, last time she just wanted to send her uh, support and condolences uh, regarding your aunt um, so Thank I guess you. I guess we'll wrap it up like that uh, just reminder if you want to get in on some of this healing and, and uh, creative ex- uh, creative expression uh, this Thursday uh, July 21st at 9 p.m. you can go to the hollow that's where the festival was and you can see bells roar and Kelly um, yes. and that's going to be the art funds art series uh, all the proceeds or the a grant uh, from that the proceeds goes to a local LGBTQ uh, artist of color in the capital region it'll be a really good show that's immediately following the Alive at Five event which is also uh, down there so if you can come out Thursday uh, please do so and also we may mentioned Dante Ivy's family, you can go to youcaring.com backslash Dante School with one S, and we just tweeted that out. You can donate to the children who have been directly impacted and displaced by the death of Dante Ivy. So that's it for my public service announcement. My name is Messiah I'm signing off.
3: Just one more shout out to the Hollow and, uh, and Tony, the sound man down at the Hollow, man. Such he, a great job he this did, year. He did crazy work the whole weekend, and uh, just everybody sounded so phenomenal. So thank you, Tony, for doing that work, and he's going to keep doing that work on Thursday night down at the Hollow, and uh, yeah man Lo-Fi Lobo signing out catch y'all next time peace peace
4: Arigato signing off peace DJ True Master save the whales wow